pull up YouTube and then remember to mute YouTube so I don't go insane. Yeah, I've had that where like it double played last last yeah. week for me, and I've there definitely we been... and one of those <laughs> one of those people double playing is yourself. Yes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. We're just uh, hey. talking about how we are such professionals, and we possibly mm. have left a live stream going while we start to record, so we hear our own voices come back to haunt us, which mm. no one wants unless you're in an insane asylum. Um, people just let us know if, if we're live, though. Hopefully we can uh, get confirmation. They can hear us. We sound good. We sound uh, coherent, hopefully. Um, I think we're live, to be fair. We uh, yes, be. we are. Yes. Um, uh, Colin, we're talking about something so a, pri- a Primark doesn't want us to talk about. It's a bit... Bit of, a, bit of a shameful little naughty secret. Um, what's the topic of discussion today? The topic of discussion today is uh, the fallen. Uh, those little, those silly little dark angels fellas that those uh, are goofballs. <laughs> they did a little those bit of goofy a goofy little guys. <laughs> a goof ten thousand years ago. Except for them, it could be anywhere from ten thousand years ago to five minutes ago because timey wimey warp stuff. Uh, man, mm. we've been talking about timey-wimey garbage for a while now. We were just talking about Dark Souls 3, <laughs> and I was complaining about it because it's not Dark Souls mm. 2. Uh, speaking of timey. Okay, no, no. Dark Souls 2 is not the best Dark Souls. People who are in the chat do not validate that opinion. People in the chat... It's still a good game, but it's uh, not the best. You can choose to be on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. Oh, but yeah. uh, anyway, that's not the fault. <laughs> no. The, uh, okay. Dark Souls Two is bad for the combat. I say that. That's that's my opinion. Uh, we can we can we can agree to disagree. It's the hitboxes that do it for me. I'm like, no thanks. That bloody pursuer going. I'm going to spear you, even though it's a meter away. Like, nah, I'm not having that. I, he's, cheeky, he's cheeky not. Boy. He's not a hard fight. He's very. Easy if you use the ballista, okay. That's the, <laughs> before the arguments start, <laughs> we're here to learn about uh, some sneaky, uh, shameful. Naughty secret in the lion's closet. That sounds a bit weird. Um, but Colin, it's fallen. And who are the fallen? The fallen were those uh, dark angels who, during the Horus Heresy, they were uh, stationed on Caliban, the dark angels' homeworld. Uh, and their, uh, yeah, that's the right word, leader, uh, Luther, uh, who I always think of as Lex Luthor, but that's unrelated. <laughs> Uh, he he got in a bit of a, a spiff, uh, a bit of an argument with the lion over almost letting him get nuked. Uh, and as a punishment, but also not a punishment, because there's a, some different ways you, you can look at it as a sign of trust and redemption, kind of, depending on how you want to read it, what the lion's thought process was. He was stationed on Caliban to train new Dark Angels recruits. And he got a little bit bitter over that. And that bitterness over that kind of doubled down on the mounting bitterness he felt towards the lion for basically outshining him essentially yeah because you know luthor by all rights should have been like the fantasy hero he's like he's he's the guy and then the lion showed up and it's like well he's this is a demigod nothing you do is going to look good compared to him i think luthor would have been like the sigma of caliban essentially Mm, and then he just got you know clapped into being a lesser role poor guy yeah so he, he's been bitter and so during this to to cut the long story a bit short the uh luthor seceded from the imperium made a made caliban very very briefly independent 
very <laughs> make Caliban great again was his mantra. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, this was a very brief thing because then the horse heresy ended, and then the lion uh, went home to find out that his planet was no longer part of the empire he's a part of. Uh, a little bit of a mini Horus heresy happens with Luthor being given a... Luther, not Luthor. That's... No. Pardon me. Uh, the bit where the lion burns down the White House to me was quite crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the land it was on and the planets. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. God, what was that? There were two Luther. movies where the White House got attacked. White House down. So was Independence and Day. Olympus has fallen. Yes. And they came uh, out the same year. <laughs> Technically, it gets blown up. Yeah, so, it, yeah. it, it counts. Uh, but so yeah, with the Luthor being given uh, a bit of a power boost by the Chaos Gods and those loyal to him, fighting those Dark Angels loyal to the Lion, and him and the Lion fight, and it ends with uh, Caliban exploding through reasons that future 40k books have made a wonderful mess of that I'm not going to be getting into right now. I will leave that to you, gentlemen. Uh, more timey-wimey stuff. Uh, as Caliban explodes, the Watchers steal line away, and the Fallen, uh, more relevant to what we're talking about today, are cast into the warp, and for a while, everyone goes, well, Mission accomplished, I guess. No more homeworld, but all the chaos, well, chaos worshippers and or just general traders are dealt with. And then they start showing up. You know, one shows up and they're like, oh, that's not good. And then more show up and then more and more fallen show up. And then the Dark Angels realize that uh, the uh, the, not, the fact that they had quite, a, quite the amount of traders technically within their ranks is something they really don't want getting out to the wider Imperium. It's a little bit embarrassing. It's you it's know. it's embarrassing, and then the fact that they lied about them not having any traitors is compounded on itself for 10,000 years. And then you reach what was modern 40k, where the Dark Angels have been brutally massacring uh, fellow Imperial forces, if a Fallen happens to be present, or they think there is one present, yeah. or just the idea. Well, it, it's more of, I think the, the, the more likely thing is, if they if they're out of war zone... And they hear, oh, one planet away is a fallen. They'll just abandon just the leave. position. They'll go, right. It's less that they're purging everyone, only if they're involved. But more or less, it's just like, oh, is that a fallen? Uh, so, oh, look at the time. Sorry, guys. We've got somewhere to be. And they're like, the Tyranids are eating my legs. It's like, no, sorry. We've got more important things to do. It's like, ow, yeah. my legs. You, you could say, like, the modern Dark Angels are Dark Souls 3 fans. And the Fallen were Dark Souls two fans, and they just right. there's so the many the right. Dark so the, Souls three fans. The they have Souls to crush the Dark Souls two fans. I, I, I don't I don't know the Ultramarines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that's fair. Not most of the time it is an outright murdering allies, uh, but uh, you know they do do that every now and then if one of them sees a Fallen. That that does happen, but usually it's like you said, Andy. It's like oh, we hear there's a Fallen a sector away. Have fun, everyone. We're suddenly very busy and can't be bothered to help you in this war zone. And uh, then some some stuff happens with the lion. But the lion comes back. That's the stuff that happens with the lion. Yeah, just a, a small detail. <laughs> just a, a small little a little detail. And the fallen are perhaps not fallen anymore. Uh, that is the brief summation mm. of the. Uh, Fallen. One final thing I, of course, would like to add is that the Fallen's outfits, 
uh, as with all Dark Angels outfits, are God, they are the best looking Space Marines. That's just period. It goes hard. I'm just gonna say it. It does go hard. Uh, it's really not even that like complicated a design choice. It's just it, here's a Space Marine. Give him a robe. God, does it look so cool? Like it is unreasonable. It's very annoying because if you play any other faction, you're like, I always wish, particularly some of the art they have for um, the Dark Angels, like is just kind of a bit more iconic, and it's very annoying that those like they kind of anyone else can't wear a hood now. I mean, for some reason, that's kind of well, a good thing in other places. But although they do have a problem with like at least from the law perspective, I, I had a look through some of the characters earlier, and there's so many with cool names, and it's just because there's a model with a cool name. <laughs> yeah. like, is there any law? No, it's just he's got a cool name. I'll see if I can find an example, but they are really cool looking. That's uh, and yeah, that's the there's the brief little intro to the fallen dark angels. Then they uh were traitor dark angels, and now who who knows? Uh, I suppose the answer depends on if the if the lion or Azrael get to them first. No, Asmodai. Asmodai is the scary yeah, mf psychotic failure of a chaplain. Oh, controversial. I, um, it is, it's not yeah. controversial. He's got like one bead compared to like, like there's another dude. Without like any eight. context, that sounds really bad. It sounds a little bit suspicious, Sus. but I promise yeah. you it's not. These beads are rewards, not for self anything. <laughs> Let's just yeah, leave it he's there. got one, and some dude who I can't remember the name of is like eight. And uh, I think, well, that's just like a brief intro, but we do. we. I'm not forgetting though about the question of the week because we've again we oh, no. love you guys uh, sending in your answers. We've got another question at the end, but I think Collins I is going <laughs> to. Andy's always in charge of the polls during the live stream, so if you guys are watching this later. Andy's always the one who's torturing Colin <laughs> with like completely biased um, questions and answers. Oh, oh no, I found some of those characters I mentioned. So there's one called Knight of Ancient Vengeance, one called Scouring Light, and Scourge of Worlds. There's a model called Scourge of Worlds, and it just says he's a fallen angels commander, and he wields a power sword. Cool. I mean that name is pretty. The cool. rest is up to your imagination. Get homebrewing. Get make it. Get playing some tabletop games and make his story. Mm, damn uh, but right. f- for now, question of the week. Uh, it was a hashtag love Warhammer. What do you love about Warhammer? Ooh. The first one from uh, Scowleasy. Hashtag love Warhammer. The unending amount of multi-hour-long videos I could listen to while sleeping on the couch over the pandemic. Voldemort got me through the plague. <laughs> nice. I wonder if like we did poll, like what's the percentage of people who do sleep listening to our voices? And in a weird way, have they heard my voice more than they've heard like people in their lives because of how much they had to listen <laughs> this to This is us. just when Hal's ego just grips <laughs> for like, ego? I, I, Everyone listens to me all the time. <laughs> mine, are, mine are unbearably long. Apologies. Um, but... <laughs> I do wonder that, like, how many, what's the percentage of people, like, if you guys are listening or um, you're in the chat, tell us, like, if you actually use us legitimately, like, is it just sleep or are we, are you awake when you hear us talk? <laughs> We'd appreciate that, though. There's a there's a special fear when you're listening to a Warhammer lore video pad, because uh, I listen to YouTube just uh, stuff when I'm falling asleep. And there's a special kind of tension you feel when you're listening to a nice, relaxing lore video, and then you hear, hey, hey, people, Seth. <laughs> it is, uh, Wakes me That's the classic. fuck up. 
It's just the uh, meme with like the giant horse cock weighs three pounds. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about. You tell me, you guys must have heard that one. I like, cannot you play... say I know what you're talking about. The meme is like you basically <laughs> you let YouTube autoplay, and eventually it takes you to like some really obscure like dark place, and then it just ends uh, in the video mm-hmm. game. Like the giant horse cock. And by the way, it's not like I think it's like a mushroom. It's not even like a like what we're thinking so how what are you talking about i'm, I'm not concerned. being psychotic are people are gonna put in the chat they've heard this meme before and it's good and i've I'm heard like, i've heard uh, the meme of youtube <laughs> the you know recommendation takes you to weird places i can't say i've heard that version that feels like it's not something you naturally just happen upon <laughs> it's in my recommended every day and the struggle to not click on it i think that's a bit of helping out to be honest i don't know if this is the algorithm i think this is the search function yeah youtube just knows it's too yeah, well fueled now. by his search yeah. <laughs> uh, God, that, but, uh, I can't believe I put it on the internet <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there for all time uh, <laughs> next one is from Mark Markad Polor uh, sounds like Marco Polo but with some extra yeah. letters hashtag love Warhammer this is, a, this is just a nice one the space for expression and creativity cool models, wild lore, mm. wild color schemes and interpreting everything as you want getting in fun discussions about your imagination which is fun. Uh, it's fun to argue, you know, nerd argument over one bit of the lore, who's best, who's worse, that kind of stuff. See people's cool models and stuff. It's it's fun. Hmm. My plastic toy soldier is better than your plastic toy soldier. Correct. Essentially, but then we've all managed to somehow, like particularly us here, we managed to get employment from that. So yeah. Although I will say it's a slight tangent, but. In that vein, I some I watch, I read all the comments on Law Crimes and the amount of times I, I read comments in mine and Colin's Halo versus uh, Warhammer video and all the comments are like, Andy's stupid. No, I can't use game at, like game examples as like valid points. I'm like, ah, I was doing my best. <laughs> Sometimes people can be ruthless. I did have, um, I think someone gave a take on a recent video, well not recent video, but like a video of mine a while back and it's quite valid. It's someone putting underneath uh, my Jacket I Khan video and says, wow, you really did like an accented <laughs> fake voice for that. Because my voice actor um, did. And I just wish I could show him the official GW audiobook for White Scar stuff, because it's bad. You think it's caricature? It's more a case of just Colin just destroys me in every time we do a versus match. It's... <laughs> I need to get out the anger I feel mm. for having to deal with the U.S. healthcare system, and versus is yeah. just simply how it comes out. <laughs> we should definitely do another one of those soon. Just oh, absolutely! Like a live, we'll do a live argument, brothers. Um, um, oh, we got, we've got so two we have donations. Some donation, I was going to say, uh, yeah. I, I feel like the second one is absolutely aimed at me. They're, I think they're both. Cool <laughs> right, you mind if I take these ones then? Go, go for it. Go, go for it. it. Uh, Louis McShooty, thanks for the four ninety nine. I mostly Thank listen you. to Mister No Work. <laughs> Because he talks about how much he loves a certain Dami Mami. Hell yeah. Oh, that's a recent one I've seen. I haven't watched it yet. Just because I'm like, oh no, this might awaken something in me. <laughs> I left a comment on that Listen. video of yours, Colin, on Marathi that I'm not proud of. I don't know no, if you saw it, it. I need to I need to go through the comments. I, uh, oh, I, like to, I can I like say to what it is. Like a, a day. <laughs> no, I, I, if you want to say what it is, but I, I would like to... I'm going to look for it. I want to see the... I'll say it for the people, for law, for the law criminals here, oh, boy. It was, I was there the day Marathi gave the Glock, Glock 3000 to the Emperor. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not proud of that. Uh, that's a... Uh... Andy, if if you'd like to if you'd like the TLDR of it, just skip to the end joke, and that'll explain all you need to know about the video. 
Hmm. Uh, last okay. 20 seconds is really all you need. Uh, thank you, Ludie McShooty. Thank you, uh, Lucy. And Eldritch, the old great one, is... <laughs> oh, no. Colin, if Warhammer had a VTuber collab, which one would you think fit best? I think Pippa. Uh, are you asking me specifically or Warhammer in general? Because there's a couple Warhammer VTubers. Come on, on what fits Warhammer? Just be honest. Uh, from the heart. and Mari the Ganger. Uh, they're Warhammer VTubers. I was on the podcast. Uh, outside of... Yeah, fucking... Oh, fucking... Lumi. No, it's Lumi, you goddamn fool. She play, She likes fantasy. Man, I love I, I, looking... Yeah, I know that <laughs> you get it. This is why I took this... I, this is why I took this one. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how you... Um, the man's knowledge is <laughs> infinite when and it comes to infinite and VTuber. And you know what? I'm okay with that. It's just and... like Horus Heresy, I sleep, VTubers, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you're not but wrong. we have another... We have another donation, by the way. Um, Neon LF Grave saying, off topic, but I love that as an AOS Beastman player, I don't have to buy any new models in the old world. Hell yeah. That's kind of sad, though. I feel bad. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. sad. <laughs> well, it's I mean, probably uh, what most Beastman players in AOS did. They just rebased their squares to circles. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't know if you'll get this one, Colin, but Gura and Tiberius, I'm guessing I the Red it. Wake VTuber collab. <laughs> Yeah, I, I use the Gorgora artwork in my Carcharodon's thumbnail and like a bunch of them are just like, I know what that is. But because it's the helmet version, it's not obvious unless you know. And I was like, I'm going to do an experiment and see if I, I was like, oh, yes, they noticed. They noticed. Of course they noticed. It's, we're degenerates. Oh, we got another donation. Uh, I think, well, Colin, do you want to take that one? Because I think it's for oh, <laughs> you, brother. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Contact Kinetic67, thank you for the five CA dollars. Thank you, brother. Injection port floods his brain with battle stims for every <laughs> podcast. There's a, what is, isn't it called slot? Isn't that a thing? Like in Warhammer, there's like a, there's a drug called slot. It's like a combat stim. I swear I'm not making this up. Maybe, Although but I, is, I don't know. There is one in Halo like that that I might be thinking of instead of Warhammer. Hmm. Oh, and, um, I just <laughs> it is it does sound a bit filthy though. Oh, and, 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 uh, Tom Warren has also donated a fiver, five dollars. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tom. Um saying Warhammer VTubers are a thing? This is why God has forsaken us. Exactly. Um yep. I I only found out what a VTuber was because of Colin, and uh my life has been it's been darker days ever since. And the fact that that moment's crystallized on the internet as well, because he found out <laughs> during a, um, I'm a recording. During law crimes. I'm not proud of it, but I'm not ashamed because uh, I make money to be a degenerate. <laughs> quite frankly, that's as far as I care to put any thought in the matter. We live like, very One different day we'll lives. get that Bad Dragon sponsorship <laughs> and we'll crank it up to the 11th level right. and we'll keep going. Colin, basically, the rule is that Colin's a slut for um, VTuber and we love it. We support you. No shame. You don't need the lie. You don't need the lie. <laughs> no, no, okay. Maybe a bit How do we know what's in your recommended video feed? You yes. can't talk. I, yeah, <laughs> weighs three pounds. Anyway, Fallen. I think we should get back to the Fallen. Oh, no, we have... Um, even worse. The, we'll finish off with the next... The last... Oh, the, the next question. The next question of the week. Yeah. Of the week. Uh, Indeed. Although here. there is one quick thing from Chad I want to bring up. Uh, where is the okay. other 40k man tonight? Uh, he's dead. 
<laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not uh, Eli is a busy man. Eli is a busy. A he's stuff. getting uh, educated and spending time with uh, people he couldn't make it tonight, his unfortunately. Wife. His wife. Yeah, he's, he's married. He's married. Eli's got this this rare thing called responsibilities, which we have no idea what that is, and uh, he has to take care of them. That's all it is. I'm only responsible for my auto, my recommended on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do have another question of the week, though, for you guys. So um, this one is just tell us a secret about Warhammer. Oh, wait, hash. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. One more. Remember. Oh no. One more. One more. Sorry. One, one more. more. Go ahead. This one from Jeremy Golden Seven Hundred. Hashtag Love Warhammer. Uh, this one I chose because I've never heard, I've never seen these words in my life, and I'm just befuddled, mostly. Uh, I was drumming more during COVID, and while my blisters and calluses healed, I built the Space Marine half of the Dark Imperium box. Uh, the next half of this is what blows my mind. Currently, he has 4,000 points of Raven Guard, which I, I... Good on you, man. I'm not judging. I just never thought I would read that in my life. Uh, 2,500 points of Necrons, solid, and 1,000 points of Mimera Eldar, hell yeah, and 800 points of Dark Eldar. Love this stuff, hmm. I'm addicted, hell. If that's 4,000 points of Horus Heresy, Raven God, that's okay, because that's like two tanks. <laughs> but if that is the, uh, 40k... He said Dark Imperium box, I don't think it's Horus Heresy. <laughs> My uh, lord, that's a lot of Ravenguard for only having one character. Kaka, kaka. Thank you, brother. Oh, there's another another dono. Do you want to get that one, Colin? Oh, oh boy. Uh, I see why you got yes. to do this. <laughs> yes. Uh, Eldritch the Great Old One, thank you for the five bucks again. I'm pretty sure Pippa Red Warhammer lore with Marathi via the shot you would send through his body would make his pancreas work again. I'd fucking <laughs> do that, would send me into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> does this dude know you like so he might know you i'm not i i'm i don't have many secrets he's <laughs> very honest of what i enjoy i'm pretty open about it well yeah, uh, transparent <laughs> speaking of uh, secrets though th- finally the next question of the week is tell us a secret about warhammer 40k and obviously it doesn't have to be a legit secret. It can just be something completely stupid. We don't mind. Let's be hashtag secrets. Yeah, again, could be a secret that, you know, Cypher's true identity is actually just, um, oh, who's the great, I mean, I'm trying to think of the guy's name now, but I've drawn a massive blank though. He's G- Gary Busey. That's who Cypher really is. <laughs> Colin's thinking like, oh, why have you brought that name up? I but... wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's because I heard like on a podcast before about how Gary Busey is so annoying in person. Like when he's on when he's on planes with people, he'll like he'll be in first class and he kind of looks like, "Hey, how was your day?" and just starts talking to people. I think that was a Rooster Teeth animated adventure. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it might have been Rooster Teeth. It was a while back. If people remember Rooster Teeth, because I think they're still before going. The downfall. Before ever, you know, if you were. Um, that'll, that'll be a true generational divide of do you remember Rooster Teeth? You're like, oh no, that'll be, that'll scare me. Oh, yeah. um, we're not that old yet. We're getting there, but we're not that old. The, getting the divide is when you ask them, do you remember Rooster Teeth? Do you have fond memories or do you remember what they've done the last like three years? <laughs> Oof. Um, but speaking of some other secrets, we are 
today talking about the fallen, the kind of the big shame of the Dark Angels, and it starts all the way back in 30k. So we begin with, I mean, is he daddy's favourite? Maybe. It's the lion, Lionel Johnson. As Colin said earlier, it's kind of not his story, this one, so I will be a bit briefer on his elements, but... The Lion is obviously on the world of Caliban, and Caliban is basically feudal Arthurian legend, essentially, at this point. And he's adopted by his um, father called Luther. Luther's a great knight, and probably would have been Caliban's Sigmar if it wasn't for the Lion. Poor guy. And there's also another guy called Zahariel, who's a young member of um sort of Calibanite society and they are all part of the quote unquote order, which is basically knights of the round table. They go out and they hunt the beasts of Caliban, who are slightly Celtically tainted. They're a bit funky, you know what I mean? They, it's like you yeah. go to the zoo and the animal has just not been fed enough. Yeah. Technically <laughs> Caliban is a death world, but it's not like a lava death world. It's like there's just lots of bad beasts. <laughs> Sorry, that was so weird. Oh, we have another donated by um, Bunny Cop. He says, 40k drugs, slot, friends, combat stims, and slut, blood of the innocent. Slot is one. I don't think that last one is a drug. I think that's just, I think that's just blood. But I knew oh, slot yeah. was something. I knew I wasn't making that up. Just hmm. blood frenzy. Um, but basically, the Order's like a knight group that go hunt the beast of Caliban. And eventually it sort of correlates where like the lion is a great figure he's a primarch and with luther they kind of unite all the other different order or like different similar knightly orders of caliban into one and they eventually manage to kill like the last beasts of caliban and then they have to eventually quash the another knightly group called the knight of knights of lupus who have been secretly gathering like beasts because they feel like ah what are we without the beasts we're basically nothing and so they you know i mean they're basically let's use them to fight yeah they they want to keep their way of life i guess (laughs) and an interesting point in the law here is that the lion they kill all the knights of lupus and they destroy their hold but the lion doesn't destroy their secret library which was filled with law um created by like their grandmaster who's a bit of an insane freak uh, you know, probably the VTuber, <laughs> probably the VTuber um, Bible is in there, and the lion kept it for himself. And there's also something good, good as him. well. <laughs> but he was a, he was a git because he was a scalper, and he bought all the end and the death free novels, and that's oh. why he had to die because his library was full of them, and he yeah, wouldn't give them to anyone else. It's, it's filled <laughs> with the end of the death and old world boxes that he's not giving exactly. to anyone else. You can never Greedy. get a special edition book ever because it's just scalped immediately. Absolute pain. Yeah. Um, but there's also a bit of a spicy new news on that front because the Order gets a new Cypher or, or a new man to inherit the role of Cypher. Just a brief rundown because Cypher might get his own episode one day. Cypher's essentially just um, a role that's inhabited by a man who, in the Order abandoned his old identity and just basically becomes the keeper of the knowledge and remember of the ways and all the secrets yeah. of the order he's essentially um sort of like facebook messenger in a way or like whatsapp groups currently in the news because they keen to be <laughs> if you, anyone here is watching the news they just they're calling is out for tom from facebook is that what you're saying no, he, he's basically, he's your own words to haunt you when you said something oh, yeah. <laughs> bad in 2007 that cannot be forgotten. 
Um, but there's a new cipher in the order, and everyone's a bit weird, like, oh, that's a bit strange. And eventually these Calibanite, you know, warrior, monk, soldiers, they've sort of won. The entire planet's theirs, all under control of the lion. And that's when the Dark Angels arrive from the heavens and the Emperor of Mankind, and they start to recruit, and Caliban was uh, inducted into the Imperium, and they start to be turned into Astartes, and they're all, you know, jacked up, and they're all getting swole, and recruits like Zahariel, who are quite young, they can be turned into Space Marines, whereas poor old Luther, um, his knees and his weak arms are heavy, he was sweating <laughs> on his mum's spaghetti, he was a bit too old. <laughs> speaking, speaking of mum's spaghetti, by the way, we've got two donations. Um, <laughs> so we've got Looty McShooty again saying, hashtag slaughter me fallen father. And we've got Tom Warren for $5 saying, if blood of the incident, innocent isn't a drug, then why do the Grey Knights kill for it? Good questions. Oh, that's a good Thank reference you. to the Grey Sisters of Battle. Um, <laughs> no longer law part, essentially. Thank you, Matt Ward. <clears throat> God, that was bad. Um, but essentially, Caliban, you know, is now part of the Imperium. It's starting to be industrialized, like literally parts of the forest that were sacred are just basically being mowed down and a lot of the calibanites going this is cool we have like lights now but i can't go on a forest walk so it's a bit rubbish um you know gentrifying it literally gentrifying it, i think is the term for it and um luther joins with the lion and zahariel and a new generation of calibanite recruits into the dark angels the first legion and they go, hell yeah, brothers, we're going to go fight in the stars and kick some Xenos filth. Um, but then their first battle doesn't go very well. <laughs> it starts with, um, they go on a planet called the Soroshi. And everyone's a bit of a keen bean. And even the lion's been, it's been handed over by the white scars. They've been like, yo, lion, you've got this. And he just, yeah, you know, like, this is bullshit. We've had enough. He's like, you know, dab me up, fam, I'll take over. I'm done. Turns out the Soroshi were kind of um Very. enslaved by xenos and they yeah. basically were like kind we're of. religious the entire time we've been faking being nice and <laughs> secular and the lion was like that's weird and they, they were doing lines of chaos just like do you want to pretty much like, no 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 <laughs> this is bad and then um they have they they arrived on a ship and the delegation particularly luther looks at the ship and he goes this thing is like not safe because it, it looks like it's only made for one journey. And he looks a bit closer and he goes, Oh my god, there's a nuclear bomb in the ship. But good old uh, Luther here. What's the deal with yeah, nuclear bombs? Bit spicy. Your, probably, your first instinct would have been just to go, That's bad. Let's get that out of here. Luther hesitated because poor old Luther, he's not even quite turned into an Astartes. Luther is transformed to like a half Astartes. He's not he's a bit of a short king amongst his uh other Calibanites yeah, here. Right. I mean he, him and Corfarin are like the only two I know of who are like, you're too old, you'll die. So we can like give you some organs and like a bit of surgery. Like they got like the Botox of Astartes like, oh that's a shame. They yeah they very much get like a that they're like the five foot nine of the six foot um astartes. they're the so, short kings of the astartes yeah they're kind of like pro- <laughs> and we're not talking about alfarius for once they have like proto um surgery so luther's quite he's a bit he was a bit too old and he was mm-hmm. never a um excuse me like a full astartes 
But uh, again, we said earlier, Luther was an incredible man, and he probably would have been like the unifier of Caliban and like the Sigma. But he's so overshadowed by the lion, and it does breed like a resentment and jealousy. And so Luther kind of hesitates for a bit, and he goes, "If I just walk away from this bomb." it might just take out the lion then like oh my god i have to lead the dark angels that's crazy right brothers i mean like that'd be wild um but then he does lancelotti he he does come to his uh senses and even poor old zahariel finds the bomb as well and they both luther comes back and goes like let's just get it out of here they do it a little bit late and so they take a little bit of damage a few um dark angels do die and the lion is like how was that even possible they race down to the uh, planet of Soroshi and they find this like massive kind of like a hive mind Xenos. Again, another example of, sorry, Colin Xenos. That was cool. And then they never talked about it again because GW doesn't like Xenos. I, I, I accept it. It is what it is. They, the lion uses Zahariel, who's a um, librarian to help like kill this thing. And then immediately after the battles won, the lion is looking at Luther and Zahariel. And he's going like, Hmm. Mm, I don't trust you guys anymore. And mm. there's a big divide here where Luther, Zahariel, and many of the Calibanites get sent back to Caliban to basically be in charge of recruitment. I and... think I might have a good parallel for people who aren't entirely mm-hmm. sure. Like, you know, in Halo 2, there's the bit where the Master Chief, like, shoves the bomb out of space and he drops it onto a Covenant ship. So it's like, imagine if Master Chief was like, oh, but Sergeant Johnson's on this ship. And he's way cooler than me. So I kind of want him to die. And when he drops to New Mombasa, he also steals his sniper rifle and he goes, I thought we were friends. Like that's the caliber of betrayal we're talking about. There you go. It was, yeah, so the, the artist formerly- I know as, Colin might. <laughs> I like the artist formerly of... known as uh, Luther is basically banished from the lion's <laughs> side. The lion doesn't take it very well because he's he's like, he basically says, like, I just can't risk that ever happening again, even though you did the right thing in the end. And even some of the Terrans are sort of shoved away. Basically, the ones who are not in the Lion's favor. And, yeah, Zahariel, there's also a, another figure called Astalan, who was a Terran um, born Astartes of the Dark Angels. And he's one of the earliest Astartes ever made. And he remembers fighting beside the Emperor during the Invocation Wars. And so now on Caliban, Luther's returned to it, Zahariel, Astalan is there, and there's basic, like, Caliban's been gutted, it's kind of... All the, <laughs> the all... Mechanicas have got their dirty mitts into yeah. the soil and cut all like, the Nothing's trees quite the same, the forests are almost gone, it's not their doing great. can go to hell. Yeah, it's it's been, <laughs> it's been um, ruined, oh, essentially. And, um, did you know how many... Uh... Dark Angels Astartes were exiled originally. I don't actually remember the number. 5,136. So not that many, to be fair. Way off. I don't know why I had 5,000 in my head. But to be fair, they're then in charge of recruitment. So they go, right, we're going to make the recruits, but we're also going to be like, ah, the lion's a bit shit. And you're like, oh, that's sneaky. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what I was just about to say. The... So they mm. return to Caliban, and essentially recruitment just goes into overdrive because... It's kind of all that Luther can really do. And a lot of the various members of the Dark Angels who kind of fall out of favor with the Lion over the Great Crusade, they get shoved off back to Caliban to basically be instructors. And as the decades begin to pass, like basically in secret here, 
and to their much a Caliban shame, a rebellion forms in Caliban itself from the human workers. And they find out like it's actually orchestrated by a lot of the older members of the previous order that were once companions of the lion, but men who were like too old or too injured to be turned into Astartes or even like Luther. And it, there's a big like kind of cold war that starts between these two factions. Whereas, you know, the actual quote unquote dark angels are quite, the ones who are there quite resentful of being there. But then they're also like, we're not betraying the M- the uh, Imperium just yet. And then they mm. find out this isn't just a normal rebellion. Turns out one of their elements actually has a, bit of, a little bit of chaos taint, a little bit of spice thrown on that. A bit of spice. And it turns out they've just they just restarted the production of Calibanite beasts again. And they're like, oh shit, that's not what we want to happen because they know what happens to planets that have this sort of taint they've they've heard rumors and they know things so basically they go if the imperium finds out about this they're gonna like blow us from orbit <laughs> so, and i feel like it's i feel like it's worth mentioning as well like caliban uniquely has like a weird primordial chaos thing going yeah. on it's like very it's very bones it's like you've got the watchers in the dark you've got the beast they're like the beasts aren't just like big monsters they're like chaos infused like manipulated and mutated so like it's in, uh, like I know there's theories about like because the lion is the first Primarch, chaos made like a weave of like we're going to put him in like this really dangerous world, full to the hilt with chaos to try and turn him. But it's just like no, his his angry boy energy is so high, he's just going to kill all the beasts. <laughs> oh, that didn't go very well. But it's kind of like even though they 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 decimate the beasts. There's a few that survive, and then because they're not being cold as much, they start to resurge, and then they find these little nooks in the planet that have little weird wells of chaos energy and all these tomes from the Knights of Lupus, and it's all like under mm. the surface, just boiling, just simmering like a pot of stew. Just like, hmm, smell that? It's a little bit of chaos. Do you want to try it a bit? smells like no, ass no, and just, chaos. Try a bit of chaos. It's good. It's yummy. It's good for you. you know? Does anyone want to explain... Uh... Perhaps calling what the watchers in the dark are, just like very briefly, just so there's a, some context Jawas there. Forty k. I would say, yeah, <laughs> they look like little Jawas because they've got you know you don't see their bodies ever. They're just wearing these like cloaks with the hoods over them. Uh, they're they're weird. They're they're like they're not from the warp. They're like these extra dimensional beings that aren't from the warp. And in fact, like if I remember correctly. Like, I think the changeling, the Zinch demon, came across one, and he was horrified of the little guy. <laughs> so they're these weird extra-dimensional beings aligned against chaos that seem to have a particular attachment to the Dark Angels and the Lion in particular. Uh, so They are apparently they, disgusting to chaos, which I, I just love. <laughs> I just love that part. The, the, yeah. the poor old um, changing is like... Um, the closest thing he ever feels to fear when he's near a, um, I think it's it's like a literal moment where like it, it like it like snaps his head around and looks at him and he goes like oh fuck you know he like pisses himself <laughs> yeah and it's like which I is, just love the uh, oh sorry oh I was just say like which is neat because it's the only other time they really seem to d- d- demons do that in forty k is when some with the emperor is involved. Mm. I just love the uh, the Dreadanon videos where it's him <laughs> as the line. It's just like the Ultramarines or so, not the Ultramarines, but like the, the Administratums here to do the tax collection. 
and just like, ah, my little ones. Oh, we're going to just pretend we're not spending all this money and like, <laughs> can get an extra hour in the ball pit. Yeah, I love those videos. We love dread. Um, but essentially, there's like a there's a little bit of spicy chaos curry in the mix here on Caliban, and as they're kind of trying to deal with it very much to Luther and Zaharil and Aslan's surprise, a lot of the Calibanite native people, a lot of Terrans have been imported and um, given like new residence there. A lot of the native Calibanites are kind of mistreated in a way. They're not um, looked after and they're basically oppressed. And then at the same time... The Imperium mistreats the people in the Imperium? No. Mm. Say it ain't so. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like propaganda to me. I don't know. It's kind of their thing. And then also, at the same time, um, I think uh, Luther himself, Luther stumbles upon something a little bit spicy, which is he discovers the... Oh, I think I'm having an error slightly with it. Oh, no, it's back. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, slight error there with the uh, <laughs> uh, Riverside there, boys. Just give me a second. Ooh. Ooh. spicy I mean, well basically luther essentially um in well luther finds like the library that the lion didn't want you know this is like the law he didn't want him to know about and luther finds the old books of the knights of lupus and he starts to read it <laughs> and he sort of comes to realization about this thing called chaos and he's like ah chaos is a real thing that's scary and we kind of have to deal with that. But then also the lion must have known about this because he's been keeping this library hidden. That's bad. And they sort of... But he's not quite corrupted, but Luther's learnt something bad. And they eventually do deal with these, this like chaos rebellion and manage to do it before. Like Even some of the Terran elements of the uh, Legion are like, you know, maybe we should say something. And Luther's like, no, that's bad. Please don't. Um, <laughs> and then eventually they do manage to squash this thing. And at the same time, Zahariel, who's a librarian, finds out that some of his own memories have been altered by some of the Terran elements that are still on Caliban of the Legion. And he feels like betrayed by his friend. And it sort of leads to a scuffle. And it's basically where the rebellion, like, it's in the open now. Like, it kind of starts, and they go, like, well, we've betrayed the Imperium now because we just attacked our own legionaries, and it's going to go bad. Yeah, and there's, like, elements of, like, the the Lord Cypher at the time isn't really kosher with what the Luther is doing. Uh, There's, like, a bit where the Death Guard, when the Horus Heresy is breaking out, they're like, the, the, the Dark Angels stationed on Caliban are like, we don't really know what's going on. So we're just going to stay put until we hear otherwise. And there's a bit like Typhus and the Death Guard are like, hey, guys, we oh, like Typhus goes to Luther. And he's like, we had like a good relationship in the past, even though he's like smells really bad now. And he's like, yes, I remember you, Typhus. You are like fairly honorable. OK, we'll hide you away from like our, our Dark Angels brothers led by I think it's Corswain who's hunting them down. Mm. It's like Death Guard. We haven't seen any Death Guard. No Death Guard here. <laughs> Definitely and not. That smell. Yeah, they... I promise you, a cat died. It's not. And, and I think there's like a scouting guard. party that that gets intercepted by the Space Wolves at one point in Wolf Spain, maybe. Possibly. And yeah. The rune. I think the rune priest captures one of them, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm loyal to Luthor." He's like, 
ah, the, the little dark angel, he's not, he's not talking about the lion. That's weird. Who is Lufa? I don't know who Lufa is. Look at my teeth. I'm a space wolf. Um, yeah, and, just and they're, they're very aggressively. Much, and they're, 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 they're champion <laughs> virtue is Caliban first. Uh, we're going to put ourselves in, uh, in front of the Imperium. Our independence is more important. If the Imperium can't sort out its own civil wars, nothing to do with us is kind of their, their modus operandi. So, I think one yeah. of the slogans does come close to make Caliban great again, but I don't know if that can be confirmed <laughs> or not. But um, essentially, yeah, like the, there's like a triarchy of Astalan, Luther, and Zahariel. Even though Luther's not an Astartes, they all kind of respect him and Luther's quite well like he's a great orator where the lion was just not and like as, as Andy just said they've kind of now made it an Oakland declaration they're no longer picking anyone side other than Caliban's and the recruitment at this time they start to change it a little bit so they've been recruiting Astartes for decades at this point but they start to change the indoctrination slightly different. Like, you know, you are loyal, not to the Imperium, but to Caliban and to, you know, and by Luther's, you know, they sort of slowly indoctrinate those uh, space marines, which is in their thousands. And Luther himself is sort of important to mention. Luther is reading more of these books and he slowly is getting <laughs> a little bit tainted. Um, he doesn't really know that. He just kind of feels like he's just, getting more powerful and and as andy said earlier um beneath caliban zahariel finds this creature slash spirit called the ouroboros which is essentially the it's like a world spirit of caliban which they believe from the dark angel on caliban they believe like it's the spirit of the world like caliban itself the one the lion has tried to destroy and get rid of Whereas, in fact, it's actually just a chaos entity, and they don't really know that. They never really find out. Um, but that is this Ouroboros. They might, like some of them are starting to like tap into that power as well. So there's another kind of layer of corruption. And then, as the heresy's kind of getting close to its end, um, Chapter Master Belath arrives, and he's like, "I'm here to get the recruits, brothers, because we've taken a beating during this heresy, and essentially." This is like there's like a Caliban red wedding, where they <laughs> sort of they the they bring out this contingent who you know like Luther says come down let's just have a feast and then to celebrate you know all these recruits going off into the stars, and they slowly start to assess like through like psychic means and through speeches like who would be more loyal to Caliban who's more loyal to the lion and they place like you know silver goblet for the lion gold goblet yep. for um luther and so they, they put this very meticulous plan to like suss who they have to kill and then something just immediately goes wrong and then basically all the goblets get thrown in the air <laughs> yeah yeah there's just... like a, there's an argument and then like the, the table gets pushed over and they all fall on the floor it's like oh no oh this is Annoying. It's like, oh no, oh no, I just, you know, I don't know what, Luther's not Australian, but he's like, oh no, he's dropped my goblet, mate. Um, oh, mate. <laughs> and Although that was more South African, I think. South Afri- like, oh, mate, I've dropped my goblet. He oh, in no. Kilibin with South Africa. Um, <laughs> so, no, but essentially this red wedding goes poorly, and it basically just ends in a brawl where, let's just say, like, the right people get murked, and Luther emerges victorious. And 
essentially it's a full-on open thing where they just say caliban you know make caliban great again it's here we're caliban we're independent of the imperium <laughs> caliban for calibanites you know, yeah so kind of li- literally that's what they say because they've um that's been a whole beef of theirs uh throughout this story and they kind of don't choose a side they don't choose horus or the imperium they want to be like an in-between obviously they, have they just want to see reasons. who wins they're like whoever wins <laughs> ensures that caliban survives so we don't care and also at this time um should be mentioned the cypher who's still on caliban they find out like he's actually he was like a knight of lupus and Hmm. um the lion made him the last cypher in a way just to sort of have eyes and ears on caliban obviously you can reach him i think it was like i can ensure if there's only one left he's not going to go back to his order because they're all dead um, he's quite old, I believe. Oh no, th- th- is it? There's an old man who's cipher when uh, the lion first starts to raise the order as Astartes. He dies a few years after the Great Crusade starts. Then he appoints this guy as the current cipher, and then he's like his little like, I'm going to put you on Caliban just to make sure that things are running smoothly because I know I'm sending a bunch of resentful Astartes here, and I need you to keep an eye on them. And he hasn't got any other loyalties because all of his friends are dead. Like, nice one, Lion. Politics. Yeah, <laughs> well, that cypher basically gets killed by Zahariel. And Zahariel essentially becomes the new cypher. And, it, you know, big you know, big up for Zahariel because that's a pretty big role. But I think even currently, as we mentioned this in law, Zahariel is the current cypher during the Siege of Terror. Which he is currently mm. fighting upon. So the four of them actually made like an appearance. They've like infiltrated some of the Dark Angels who've made it a terror. And they slightly pick a side in which they don't want Chaos to win, but then they're kind of betraying their brothers. Yeah, there, there's a weird thing where like, uh, I'll mention one of the characters later, Vasago, where he gets killed by his own brothers because it's like, we want to do the right thing. But a lot of them are like, oh, we could use this Chaos soup. To make us strong, we could use it against the enemy. And it's like, nah, mate, that's not how chaos works. Like this, is, this is like Anakin Skywalker all over <clears throat> again. You can't do that. That's naughty. Stop it. Oh, I think I don't know from uh, Crimson Glory. He says, happy all, but my boys, the Kakaridons, in S tier last week. Sure. Um, love you all. And for the lion. Also, there are too many. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I can't read that wrong. Yet. Also, there are too many any Crimson chapters. I was a little shamed <laughs> in my name. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a there's a couple of crimson stuff. Luckily, the only crimson fists are like the poster boys of that. The ones ever. But remembers. thanks, crimson. So basically, Caliban has seceded. Luther's in charge, and that, again, like he has basically. I think it says he has thirty thousand space marines who are loyal to Caliban on his side, and some of these are filled with veterans of the Great Crusade who have been sent there by the Lion. And some are just essentially Astartes who have never even seen a battle. Yeah, and, and it's worth remembering that a lot of these, like the majority of these guys have never even met the lion. They're like, all they've been told is, oh, he's this dick and he's annoying. And it's like, that's their only experience of their primarch. Like, yeah, oh, he swears and he calls people names and he doesn't tip weight staff. He's terrible. And like Luther is just filling them with all this resentment and stuff. It's tip like, weight staff. They've never even met the guy. This is fake news. The lion's a perfectly swell guy with no personality deficiencies at all. The lion will open the yogurt and not lick the lid. The Mm. absolute 
heresy of that just it's unbearable but essentially yogurt. yeah <laughs> don't say it like that <laughs> yogurt yogurt, yogurt. A yogurt. bottle of water bottle of water <laughs> it reminds me like if you ever see in comment sections when people write in british line like you fucking what i love that so much yeah i know people have it's a so true. my h's when i say stuff in my comments i'm like H. it's just my accent deal with it um but essentially i, I need to yeah. lie back as soon as you can <laughs> <laughs> two gets one but um yeah basically the the fallen as they don't really call themselves a the fallen but they are essentially at the siege of terror they make an appearance and after this horus fails it all goes wrong and so the the lion is coming to return home so at this point the lion doesn't know about the betrayal so i guess he doesn't really talk to and he's already having a really bad time it's like the emperor has been wounded and you were too late to do anything about it no 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 and he's very cross about that basically a big you know lion's taking a big l everywhere and he's about to take an even bigger one because as soon as he returns to caliban the dark angels you know the absolutely ravaged Dark Angel's fleet is fired upon by their own world. And the Battle of Caliban essentially begins. A lot of the Fallen, they don't really know. that. Like They get told, like, oh, the lion's firing on us first. And a lot of them believe um, Luther's lies. Luther and the lion themselves duel upon Caliban. This is even, like, a really crazy, like, horrific part where... Like some of the fallen talk about how they remember the lion like landing, and he just starts carving through their their brothers. And some of these are like they've never even you know, like they've never even fought before, and this is the first time they see their primark, and he's just like killing them. So it's pretty uh, horrible in that sense. Uh, Luther and yes. the lion duel. Um, Luther gets the Gluck Gluck three thousand of chaos, and <laughs> <laughs> he is souped up to basically to be able to. I think. Um, Luth, the lion wins first. Then they have like a, then they have a break, and then Luther manages to beat him. And then (laughs) they have like a duel, and then they like like go time, and they have like some sandwiches and some finger food, cup cup of coffee, and they're like, ah, you you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, the lion. You got something in your hair? Oh, sorry. Basically, the lion can't bring himself to kill Luther because Luther looks bad. He looks ill. And eventually Luther, they fight again. Luther actually manages to beat him. And then it's his turn to basically falter. Yeah. And essentially the power of the Ouroboros, particularly underneath, and even with like chaos, it basically erupts underneath the planet and Caliban just breaks. And excuse me here. And actually a plot that comes out later, which is the Fallen themselves, they are scattered throughout space and time. Although really funny enough, that's from like a future event with Azrael, yeah, Azrael's fault. which is like <laughs> oh, that's just very annoying but it's like a timey again timey wimey thing and but I, I would say like the the main thing to remember with the timeline at this point from chaos's perspective their 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 golden boy horus is like is he doesn't exist anymore he got like super deaded uh all the all the traitors are retreating so they're like ace in the hole their little like backup plan is we've got this planet it's pretty full to the rim with chaos. We've got a bunch of Astartes already being a bit betrayed, and Luther is going to be our new champion. So we're going to soup him up. We're going to give him that good old chaos enema of superpowers or whatever they do to make him, to make him super strong Ugh. and combat the lion. I don't know the process. I'm just assuming. And so it's like so he's strong up. enough to fight a Primarch, even though he's like an old man. 
And then for them to lose this like advantage is not good. So when the duel happens and Luther's like, actually, chaos is cringe. Like, you know that, that uh, is it the German guy? He's like an old meme where he smashes his keyboard on the table. Oh that's God, basically that's chaos. Awesome. Like, there you had one job. And it's like, oh. this was the one thing we had left. And like, that's, that's and now they're right stuck now. with Abaddon. Yeah. yeah. Felbadon, the uh, war master. Sorry, Sam, Man of Terror. Um, but essentially, Caliban um, is in pieces. I mean, it's like shattering a mirror. That thing is never getting back together. Um, or like some, So the Fallen themselves, they are scattered throughout space and time. They are essentially just missing. For And then the Dark Angels as well. They kind of just... The surviving Dark Angels are then broken up into chapters kind of thing. They're just gone. And Luther himself, as a member of the Fallen... <laughs> is um he post battle of caliban he is taken hold of by the dark angels and he is hidden deep within the rock which is like the last surviving piece of caliban which is where the chapter sort of still resides and although in recent law he was recently broken out which is uh, this could be good couldn't sort of you know depending on if he's sentient enough there's some interesting lore about how over like millennia he's like been somewhat lucid and then chapter masters have been in um, interrogating him and he's like he basically sees, he every time he blinks he sees a new chapter master because his mind is so broken i i okay, so I, I think i missed it because for a moment i thought you were talking about when the lion got out or something what do you mean he broke out <laughs> no, like, no, it was like, I think that's i think that's a pure good thing he he woke up and kicked the hell out of Angron. i think that's only good <laughs> We'll get to that in a second, though. But then there's also the mysterious figure named Cypher, who for millennia has been plaguing the Imperium. He carries the lion's sword on his back, and he seemingly either fights with or against Chaos. So there may be some hidden clues that like he, his true allegiance is Caliban, or in a way like Caliban's spirit, we're not really sure. Is Again, Cypher is, is one of those great mysteries of Warhammer where It'll be yeah. like a good, but also a sad day when it's kind of over. I don't know how you guys well, feel about that. As soon as he's like, he is this, he's irrelevant. Like the the whole his whole attribute is being mysterious. And I know there are people like maybe he's Zahariel, maybe he's Corswain, maybe he's Omegon. Ooh, there's all sorts of theories. But it's like as soon as we know for sure, he's no longer a character. He's just yeah. like, oh, I am Greg the Astartes. Like, I just, oh, I just read the comment. Anymore. From someone that was your one thing. Contact kinetic. It says I was there when Hal showed Nip, and I promise you that's not happening. <laughs> I'm not like Eli. I don't get donored into like eating an egg. Spotify listeners don't like that. It's, I will not be donored into Nip. Okay, because <laughs> it's just not happening. No um, Nip, no egg. <laughs> to be fair, we should probably do a hot ones episode. I, I'm, I'm no, I'm not doing that again. I did that for my own. I'm not doing that again. Fuck you. People put in the chat. You did that Collins. for 40k, didn't you? I uh, it was no, I think it was 50k, and it came out oh, at like okay. 60k because I was very late. Yeah, with it. think about the views on that. Though, if we all did a hot ones Warhammer quiz, I I no, I did I'm it. No, I'm not going back. I'm not you, going ha, back. How about this? How about this, Colin? You can you can host it, and we'll be the the pawns. There we'll we the go. Ones who taste it? Will will the ones who will get the burning ring after? Um, I <laughs> but, threw up twice doing that. I'm done. I did my oof. time. Fair enough. Um, 
basically ciphers a great sort of mystery like mystery of Warhammer. Very I mean, like it's kinda of like like the hit like the um missing Primarch, kinda of like desperate to know in a way they don't want to know. But as for the Fallen, um unfortunately for the Dark Angels, they start to nick them nickname themselves the Unforgiven because some of the fallen begin to emerge over time. And it's a great shame for the Dark Angels because of a huge contingent of as Colin said at the beginning, con- huge contingent of their legion, which uh, is basically trait they believe to be traitorous or is traitorous. Although and... there is one uh, Dark Angel successor that like, I don't have anything to repent for, that's cringe, and they're the only ones who are like, We're not unforgiven, we're like proper dark angels. I'm like, all right guys, calm down. Like, come on. Yeah, you can't they're, be they're over the guilt. The other ones are not. <laughs> um, and this is where we get to the interesting parts where, like, some of the fallen, they, just because of the, the way they've been scattered and sent out across you know, space and time, some of them do fall to chaos. They get either manipulated or just being on the run in general from the Imperium, you kind of just fall into those ways, or some of them are tempted. There's even one such um, as Marbas, who's a demon prince. He actually is the one who helps break Luther out of. Um, he's he's the, the only demon prince, or the only demonly ascended dark angel. He's who's the a, only yeah, one. who's a fallen as well, which is kind of yeah. neat. And many of them actually just live and sort of hide and have small lives, like nomads essentially, and they hide amongst civilizations, pockets of humanity, and they age. Some of them just basically give up war altogether entirely. Like some of them just discard. They are Astartes and they are bred for war, but some of them just basically put down their weapons and they go live lives of peace. Um, yeah, until like that opening scene of Inglorious Bastards where the guy turns up and he's just on a farm, but he's like eight foot tall and he's jacked. Um, by the way, this is until a Dark Angel finds him though. Oh, got ahead, a donation sorry. from Bunny Cop five dollars saying the custo- the custodies dye their hair to distinguish themselves from the new bloods made after the heresy. That's my theory. Also, Silver Fox's morale. Um, we we we, ha- we had a Thank rant you, while buddy. you were away, going, "Why is it that some of them seem to age, and the law says they don't age? It doesn't. Uh, doesn't I'm, make sense." I think it's not a hundred percent true. Um, there's just the theory that, well, sorry, the theory that the Astartes of the Heresy and Great Crusade era, the gene seed was like in a way fresher and much more like potent. Pure, uh, so yeah. they they could probably live a lot longer. Whereas like modern, a lot of the firstborn quote unquote space marines in the 40th millennium, not Primaris, they were essentially made with gene seed that was a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah, and so like how the Imperial Fist can't spit acid anymore. I was like, that sucks. That's really cool. Oh. Yeah, so basically the gene seed over like no matter what you do, the gene seed over time just wasn't like like with anything, yeah. it just was prone to just degradation over time. Um, Some of it could uh, there could also just be no solid answer because most space marines kick the bucket before you get a chance to see how old they can get. Hmm. Just because yeah. you know they're the space marines, they're always in the fiercest of battles. It's like, well, yeah, you're probably not gonna reach like a thousand, however old you can be. Because you are on the front line at every possible moment. I, but my, my theory with the custodies, particularly, is that they age because they have to stand still for like several several years at a time. At the end. like the companions have to stay still for like fifty years doing nothing. It's like, well, you might as well change your hair follicle color, do something with your time. I don't know. Yeah, spice it. Boring as hell. Paint your nails. <laughs> Kill a heretic or two. It's okay. Nothing you know. better to do. 
Slay Queen, Slay. <laughs> but um, actually, a lot of the, the Fallen, this is the kind of, they are, it's why they're such a secret and like kind of like the lower tier of this, like, or the deepest level of this knowledge is like they are just a hidden, almost in plain sight, um, great shame of the Dark Angels chapter that for millennia, they, only those in the inner circles and the highest levels know of them and they are hunted, even the fallen who seemingly don't know what happened even like on caliban they are hunted down and yeah they're basically tortured until they quote-unquote confess to their sins and then they are given death um because i suppose this is the interesting thing about the fallen is like some of them are like proper they're in the weeds they're doing chaos others are like oh i'm a renegade i don't believe in the lion some of them didn't even know the guy and they're just like i'm just trying like I was I I was I was a guy I was a farmer and then I became an Astartes and then the lion blew up my planet I don't know what's going on why are you torturing me like that's kind of the scale of the fallen or some of them go back I think to farming. Even, <laughs> <laughs> some of them even like um, Astalan he's actually captured by the Dark Angels and mm-hmm. his confession slash interrogation basically shows like he just straight up hates the lion because he he thought the lion had betrayed the emperor. Well, do you know the thing about he's the one who ordered that Caliban's defenses shot on their fleet? He's the guy who's responsible for them shooting the Lion's fleet. Like, oh, Astalan, you naughty This boy. is the guy who was... <laughs> <laughs> this was the guy who was there during the um, Great Crusade. So he was a Dark hmm. Angel long before the Lion ever was. So this guy is... I think even he has like... Um, braids i think in his world on his hair like yeah he, look, he, he's he's like, he looks nothing like the rest of them he's like holguin where they're like we went through like the unif not the unification but like after unification before this whippersnapper was in charge of our legion oh i don't like these guys oh. yeah so he, but holguin's like a badass because like i'm the first commander of the death wing brap, 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 brap. Like, yeah i'm the he's war cool crimes division yeah <laughs> but um as we approach this sort of zenith where like most of I wasn't most of, but like quite a few. It's very rare for the Dark Angels to even find a fallen. I think some interrogated chaplains. The most one, I think the one who got like the most ever fallen. I think had got like three or four in his lifetime. He managed to get them like to catch them and then confess. So the Dark Angels in like seemingly have not found that many fallen, um, but the ones they have found have you know as we as Colin even say at the beginning they will leave entire sectors to doubt to die because they're like we need to go find hunt this rumor that this dark angel that's wearing black armor and has red iconography is somewhere there so they will run for that but now we sort of approach the 41st millennium and uh as we said earlier the lion returns to 40k the yeah, lion baby. is back baby he is old He's got the receding hairline like all of us here, but a little bit more advanced. And, you know, big forehead game. Love it. And the lion returns the setting. He awakens in this dark forest part. Again, I can't really go too much detail. Oh, sorry. Another uh, donor from Crimson Glory. Loyalty is its own reward. Hell yes. Yeah. That's the lion's phrase. And as the lion sort of wanders his way back into the setting... He finds a confused old man. Yes, he finds a space marine in like Mark IV old armor, and his name is Zabriel. And Zabriel was a Terran who was there on Caliban during its destruction. And it's sort of a great part in this recent line book where 
the like the lion and Zabriel sort of come to terms. Like they basically kind of like actually say what has not been said for a while. Like you know, I thought you betrayed us, or the lion was like, I didn't betray you. Luther was corrupted by chaos, and he went, Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Bro, that's fake news. Cite your sources. Yeah, you know, you know it's basically... back in my day, we did things differently. It's like, all right, old man. I mean, it's like, I'm not that old. You're ten thousand <laughs> years old. I've only been awake five minutes. <laughs> Zabriel looks old as well, which is interesting. Like, Zabriel mm. looks like an older star, and he's one of the first, you know, iterations. So it shows you how old he is. And they kind of has a have a reconciliation between them, where Zabriel understands that the lion isn't a traitor in any way, and then he was lied to. And the lion kind of understands, like, he jumped to conclusions and he is a bit too hasty in <laughs> just basically. Oh. Yeah. With... You're saying he gave, him, he, he gave him an intervention. He's just like, we care about you, we love you, but you're a bit hasty. <laughs> I think we to love be, you, but you're to arse. Be, to be fair to the lion, and uh, I, I am the last person who would step in defense of a Primarch if I didn't think they really needed it. They did start shooting at him in orbit first i think yeah. you know I, yeah most people would probably <laughs> take that like, as a... dad's now like bound to the throne and his arms off oh his arms off oh this is terrible i'm and like i know the lion's whole mind state was like i'm going back to caliban to, to clear my head so we can like right take some time focus get and like he gets there and it's like bang bang it's like oh what the fuck like that's that's what he gets back to where he's supposed to be like this is my home and they're shooting me yeah, like, imagine like, if you went hmm. to like your parents and then all of a sudden they had like uzis pinned on you at the doorstep it's like excuse me what's going on your pa- like, my parents happened uzis like, is a if, sight if you know if there if like if he landed on a planet there was a standoff and then he started killing I'd be like you know what maybe you jumped the gun a bit but you know orbital defense cannons i I tend to think those are the final word on what's going to go down. What's going to go down is a lot of violence. Yeah. This detail might change your opinion a bit. The, the, the part he mostly apologizes for is the banishment of the like some of the Terrans and the Calibanites back to Caliban at, after the first battle on Soroshi. So he, he says like he was too hasty in not like trusting some of his men and that again like it was a mistake as well to leave them and then not even communicate with caliban for that like basically during the rest of the great crusade he says he he basically sort of apologizes to zabriel for his actions there and zabriel was like this guy's like different he, he's not the same like the, the line of old would never apologize for anything you're not you you're not you when you're hungry <laughs> have a nap have, have you're a not nap you when you're hungry <laughs> <laughs> execute a heretic <laughs> bit of a um, yeah, bit of a goof but well, again. <laughs> they essentially join up and the lion has his first fallen who no longer seems to be fallen and he's now believing in the lion once more and they fight to liberate the world they landed upon which has been decimated by a chaos warband they eventually save some like the normal people it's a kind of interesting take where the lion just says to himself I've done being a commander slash a ruler. I never wanted to be a ruler. I just wanted to do what I did on Caliban, which is I like help protect people, fight beasts. He's like the only reason he ever became the Grand Master of the Order was to help basically fight the beasts better, yeah. rather than like he it, ruling is a Gilliman thing. <laughs> it's not a line. Is literally like we're going back to the first album, going back to my roots, just killing beasts because that's what I do best. 
ever since I was wearing my loincloth, wielding my spear, killing massive like megalodons or whatever it was. That's what I'm good at. That's what I love to do. I'm going back to my roots. (laughs) It's going back to George in the Jungle, the origin story. Gilliman can do taxes. That's fine. We like him doing taxes. He loves it. He's like, brother, look at all these rebates. And like, well done, Gilliman. Nice. Do you think Gilliman softly moans when he sees numbers? (laughs) Yes. Colin's face. He makes an audible audible, like, uh, when he says, like, (laughs) look at all these, like, loopholes I can use to make the most efficient Uh, rebates and also use them for financial gain to put into the... Mm, that's that's the noise he makes. Oh, another one like from Crimson Glory here. Thank you so much, brother. He says, also, never forget Chapter Master Azrael almost got bodied by Lord Arcos from the other boys, the Alpha Legion, during the Siege of Vrax. I know the siege ends, but he was so close. Yeah, Azrael... I mean, a lot of Chapter Masters, like even the Calgar one and that, is basically so close to death and then they just kind of like they tease it like you know or maybe he could die but then he's a model although Azrael survived a fight with khan that's pretty cool i think he knew he wasn't going to win it though he'd have to delay yeah he He had to bs his way to he like just made it out but it was like you held your own against khan that's pretty cool that That was pretty mental and uh so lion and zabriel you know locking in forearms they are best buds again and they eventually find their they sort of the lion discovers his new ability which is like the kind of forest walk thing where basically he can teleport or like walk through a warp um sort of corridor made by his own mind and they eventually just he does it by accident and they find themselves on an imperial world and the lion is like formally declared like return to the imperium as like a is a kind of cool part scene where like a the lion's like i don't like this and then as the like planetary governor goes this is a psycho he's going to look into your mind and he goes like psychos being willingly used that's different um and then the psycho just basically looks into his mind and then immediately crumbles to his knees and knees and goes it's a primarch oh my oh. god <laughs> so, so he's, he's coming in with a steel chair in my brain yeah and the <laughs> you know the world there's a, there's a funny part where like, the governor gives up her um, her like quarters to the lion and he has to push like three beds together because he doesn't quite fit a normal beds which is like i love that i love that little part of that like even in um oh, no. gilliman's that, book where he has like you know what that reminds me of it's like andre the giant uh, the wrestler <laughs> he had to like do his business in the bathtub because he couldn't use toilets because he was so large i'm like oh Jesus could, does the lion Christ. have to do that that's a shame like look at this like proud Proud son of the emperor, and he's like, I need a bigger toilet. This I don't one use that small. Primarch, I need the toilet. Um, That's why the, the most devastating loss was Rogel Dorn because no one could build the Primarch sized shitters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was laying bricks, but um, Tish. I've always loved, like, there's a is it Gilliman has a room where everything's Primarch size, and even he thinks that's odd. And then when Korax is on <laughs> terror, like, they, they arrive after Isvan. And like the Raven Guard is basically decimated. Korax arrives in these chambers and it's all Primark size and there's like a swimming pool that's Primark size. And he kind of goes, This is weird because all the attendants are like I, normal people. And I, love all the like idea. I love the idea of a Primark sized egg cup and it's like a goose egg, <laughs> but it's like, oh, it's small. Like, oh, I can do like little, little, uh, what are they called? Um, soldiers where you dip them in the egg like oh yeah that's great oh uh, one one last part primark, primark size things it's the part where it's in the um dark imperium book 
and Gilliman's like leaving his quarters on McCrag's honor and takes off his um robes and then just dumps it onto a like a human attendant and this hot this thing drowns him <laughs> the attendant because it's just he's like oh my god it's so much it's like a whole curtain <laughs> struggling to hold what, it what, it's like th- one <laughs> So it's like three curtains dropped on the human. Oh, I, before you <laughs> so say stupid. what are you going to say, Colin? We've got another donation from Anthony for twenty dollars, saying Saffon is the best archangel. He's a Chad. He is a Chad. He is a Chad. Mm. Um, but basically, what, what? Go ahead, so good. Oh, just one final thing to end that train of thought. Fulgrim was married. What are the Several mechanics times. of that? They, they were. They were. They were political marriages, though. Like he, they basically he didn't, he didn't even Colin, meet most of them. He was married several times. <laughs> they didn't survive long. They probably yeah. Like well, I know. I try and imply that they like, smushed into the furniture in one stroke. <laughs> and moving on, um, moving on swiftly. There, uh, basically, the lion and Zabriel. They're now in this imperial world, and the lion instructs Zabriel to basically find more fallen. And Zabriel's able to do this by seeing secret symbols and like dark like old dark angel as much like the dark angels had secrets even in the modern times the dark angels of the heresy era had even more like secret orders and hierarchies hidden within them and zabriel's able to find these markings that mean nothing to most people but he understands what they mean and he stumbles across three other fallen he finds afkar kai and lohok and it's very odd for zabriel because Zabriel was recruit like his captain, I think, was Afkar, and yet now Zabriel is way older than Afkar. So, just stop you there for a second. I can't not leave this for any longer. Oh, no. uh, Neon LF Graves donated two euros, saying Andre was seven foot tall, four, literally twice as tall as Colin. <laughs> oh man, man, pain. He's not that short, guys. Come on. We, we've met. I've met Colin in real life. He's not short. We're all <laughs> in the five foot range, aren't we? I'm or five foot how? eleven. Yeah, we're all in that five foot range, guys. Calm down. Calm I'm one. Down. I'm one centimeter over six foot. Very sad, but I'm not tall enough to call myself six foot. So, no need to lie. Uh, I love pain. it here. <laughs> and um, oh, was I? Oh yeah. So. Zabriel finds these other fallen, and like he beats Af- Captain Afkar, who I got these are kind of they they are fallen who they've met up over. They haven't been actually a few of them have not even been spat out of whatever the fall of Caliban was like even not that long ago. Some like have only been outside for a few decades, whereas Zabriel it's been you know centuries even millennia for him, and. There's even one of their members who, like, he refuses to take off his helmet at any point because he basically says, I've, like, created my own oath. And then Zabriel tells him, like, hey, the lion's back. And they go, ah. Uh. <laughs> and they have mixed feelings about mm-hmm. it. But Zabriel tries to explain to them, like, this is different. Luther lied to us. You know, he didn't betray, you know, the lion wasn't an a traitor or anything like that. Or we weren't, you know, but he's trying to explain, like, it, it wasn't, we don't we didn't know the facts and now we do so would you meet with him <laughs> it's literally the meme we used to be good we used to be bad guys but now we're good like that's the meme we swear they did that <laughs> um and they do actually meet the lion and it's an interesting part where they see him and they go is he the lion he looks a little old <laughs> and then one of them one of the guys kai just 
who it stated he could have been an emperor's children because he's kind of arrogant. He basically says, oh, let's just oh, find so. out if you are the lion. And he basically attacks the lion. And it's weird. Like they say that like, he's holding his own, but it's because the lion's trying not to kill him. Mm. And then, like he's holding it off. Whereas Kai is like purposely leaving himself open to retaliation and making crazy like attacks. No defense. Cause he, he's just trying to test if it's a lion. Eventually the lion disarms him and, Kai basically kneels and goes like, "You really are different because the Lion of Old probably would have killed me for mm. attacking a Primarch or something." And then Lohok even it's an interesting part here where it says in the book Lohok is someone who he immediately joins the line because he basically goes, "I was you know a hunter in Caliban. I was meant to slay beasts. I'll slay beasts with the lion again." And he never yeah. removes his mask. So he never. It's like everyone kind of thinks, "Is he like for maybe?" We're not sure. And Afkar for joins. Him. Before we go any further, you mentioned Empress Children. We've got two donations. One from Tom Warren saying, maybe Fulgrim was just small for a Primarch, <laughs> so his obsession with perfection was him overcompensating. Well, because Eli's not here, Can't I think defend. that's accurate. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's now, I consider that, with all three of us here who are lawmasters, that's now canon, and we can move on from that. It explains call. the teeny weeny um, nickname they used to call the him in uh, Heresy um, <laughs> the Primarch. Fulgrim. And we also... We also got a $2 donation from Crimson Glory saying Fulgrim was married to OnlyFans models. Possibly. 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 Uh, I mean, to be fair, at the time, they'd probably gone way beyond what we could even think is like... Who knows what the new sphere was up to? Only wives. Only warp. (laughs) (laughs) Although I like Uh, the orcs version. Only war. (laughs) (laughs) There's like just watching videos of orcs, other orcs fighting me and like, yeah... Yeah, yeah. Why? Mm. I was gonna cut him with this nine-inch machete. Yeah, let's let's not go too far down that path because <laughs> we have um, parents who kind of respect us. Um, not really, uh, but basically, these <laughs> these fallen they meet the lion, and this is where they become the first of the they call it, quote unquote redeemed, where the lion sort of says, "There's nothing to be forgiven." We've all made mistakes. I've made mistakes. You were lied to. I don't blame you whatsoever. Um, you know, you're no longer what you know. They because they know like the dark angels hunt them and they call them the fallen. So like, you are not the fallen in my eyes. I can see if you have chaos taint. So I will call you the redeemed. And Zabriel, Afkar, Kai, and Lohok become the first of the redeemed. And then sort of some some shenanigans happen where the world the lion is on gets attacked, and the warband or like chaos warband attacking them they find out that one of the commands of the ship is another fallen he's like oh my god the lion you're back bro and he's like yeah bro i'm, I'm here the entire time and he goes oh sick i've been waiting for this and so i hope that's exactly what he said in the book no <laughs> and then and then brother safavio he said oh sick i like that hey yo you're, you're back dabbed up blast the from the past mate that's 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 sound mate that's sound i'm from the 90s that's sound i mean i'm pretty sure down to the planet <laughs> i'm pretty sure dark angels have secret handshakes because it's a secret and um so they end up you know basically another group end up joining the lion the lion finds two more and he speaks to another group of fallen who have been protecting like civilians in like an old i think it's an old eldar um like broken down area like or um a ship or something like that they basically so the fallen have just been they've been living weird lives they even he even meets some fallen who there's an interesting part here where the warband 
filled with many members who were previously fallen. And this is led by a chaos lord called Seraphax, who was a fallen as well. And they are, they are trying to recruit other members of the fallen Dark Angels. Some of them, there's an interesting part where Zabriel and another Dark Angel are trying to talk to another fallen and basically convince him. This guy sort of goes, I'm kind of done with war. I can't side with any of you. Like truly, you know, I don't really want to, I don't really want to fight much. And then, although he does get convinced by Zabriel a little bit to, to, to just meet the lion, just to talk to him and eventually he does and it does sort of build up into an encounter where they the lion finds out the world he initially liberated with zabriel before they went to the world they're currently on um that was burned down to the ground by the warband as like a sort of revenge thing because the people who were liberated on there said we've been liberated by the lion and then the fallen lord seraphax went huh that's interesting what? what did you mean the lion and that was obviously a symbol and the this leads to an encounter with seraphax who tries to lure the lion into a trap he wants to use the lion to basically possess his body to assassinate the emperor but it's in a weird way where like again lord seraphax is a chaos lord but he's not his taint is a bit different because he wants to kill the emperor so the emperor can become a god in the warp like he's meant to be. So, you know, in a weird way, it's like kind of like there's like Inquisition uh, group who believe the same thing. So you feel like the, the basically the reasonings and the motivations of the fallen are all convoluted and twisted. And it's uh, it's some lofty goals for this third rate <laughs> nobody chaos lord. Yeah, and Lord Seraphax is a sorcerer or psyker as well. So. He's able to lure the lion into a trap. And if I remember correctly, it's a trap made with like this shining metallic mirror. And it's made from extracting the iron out of an entire world's worth of blood. So he they, he, he masks an entire world, takes the iron out and turns it into like a sorceress like cage thing. And he manages to trap the lion Lozy, it's like some of the fallen are fighting, or like the risen now are fighting with the lion and one of the sorcerer guys who, the one who like I mentioned earlier, who he didn't really want to fight, he sort of says his last words to the lion, saying, you know, I'm not as strong as this guy, but I can give you a moment, but it will kill me. And he, the lion sort of apologizes that they didn't really get a time to sort of fix up and you know patch together their relationship and or their bond. And then that fallen basically gives his life for a moment. The lion then pounces on Seraphax, who, by the way, I should mention as well, half of Seraphax's face is on fire the entire time. He's oh, not burned. He's Ghost Rider. He, he basically, he, like, half his face is on fire the entire time, and no one acknowledges it most of the time. It's kind of his like, face is on fire. It's funny. And I'm a great singer. The weird thing is, like, because the fallen that, like, behind the lion are still trapped. The lion doesn't immediately kill a Seraphax. So, like, he pins him down and says, like, release my sons. And it's a stupid move because Seraphax just, again, like, traps him up. And he, like, lords him. He's like, you know, you really are not the same lion as before. And this sort of triggers something in um, Seraphax's second-in-command, who was a fallen. Because he was someone who... He was um, the guy early who tried to convince... Um, the guy to join the warband instead and had the two like dialogues competing for fallen loyalties and 
he sort of goes, oh, shit, the line really is different. And so he betrays Serifax and... It's a very sad bit because even though he he stabs Serifax and he manages to kill him and the like, the fall and the line are released, this guy unfortunately he's like rede- he has redeemed himself, but he's too filled with chaos taint and the line can see it. With one of his abilities where he can that, that he can he can only redeem fallen angels who are not tainted by chaos and unfortunately this one he's has. like good effort but no. <laughs> I think we did have another um, donor. Is it Luti Mukshuti? He says mm-hmm. too much war, not enough. Um, oh, think on the way there. Too much war, not enough hammers. Sag. Um, I think Eli made a funny comment in our Discord where he like identifies <laughs> a hammer, which is hilarious. And um, essentially, the lion here, he has to kill this fallen who, yeah, unfortunately, he's tainted by chaos. And he even says like, I don't want to kill another one of my sons. But then the fallen angel begs him like you know give me the dignity of an honorable death and so he does it with his sexy new sword fealty i think it's called and this is where we begin where the lion has now sort of got his band of risen and many of the other sort of elements of the fallen the ones who are not corrupted by chaos they are starting to come out of the woodworks and he essentially is forgiving they are, you know, they're actually called the risen or the redeemed. They are forgiven for the uh, miscommunication, miscommunications of the Caliban civil war. And even now, I think recently in law, they, uh, the lion, when he went to go fight Angron, he was surrounded by like a crack squad of Dark Angel. When he was reunited with the uh, Dark Angels chapter, he is now surrounded by Dark Angels in black armor. And Amimba Azrael goes, that's weird. And I think Zabriel even offers like Azrael a hand when they're fighting Angron. He goes like, "Here, brother, let me help." And Azrael goes, "Don't touch me, you disgusting thing!" <laughs> ew, get off! Ew, unclean. He's um, yeah. Azrael's not like he's. That's probably a weird um, thing they're gonna have to contend with. But essentially, Azrael's probably having a stroke. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's they're not <laughs> frothing at the mouth, chained to his bed like. <laughs> but they're but they're Primarchs around, and I'm sure there might be some Inquisition. I feel sorry him. for Asmodai. What's he going to do for a hobby now? It's like I can't interrogate Fallen anymore. What am I going to do? Like learn crochet? What am I going to do? That's my thing. He can Ugh. watch more law crimes. <laughs> um, and all the Fallen elements now, in particularly as we're recording this. They are members of the lion sort of personal guard and they're called like the sort of the circle. A lot of them don't talk to the other elements of the dark angels, a sort of valve silence between them. I think it's mostly to keep their identities sort of even then secret from his own chapter because it can be quite shameful that hey, these are the guys that there will be have to be a reckoning between the fallen who are now part of the lions garden and like the dark angels who are like we basically hunted you for millennia like yeah i know (laughs) thanks (laughs) and it's literally just them just going we good no we good no uh all right yeah so dad says it's fine many of the fallen elements the thousands who are not corrupted they are sort of like flocking to the lion's banner and that's kind of the current the law of the fallen there's obviously still i should mention as well cypher is still around and he's doing shenanigans as a whole well obviously you might save it for his entire like an episode on him but essentially cypher helped bring back gilliman and he was on terror and now he's kind of 
scatter to the wind and he's and then, hiding. And, and then Gilman put him in jail and then he immediately broke out. Yeah, and some of the other... There's, he has members of the Fallen who are working with him. So they they might be like a third element to like the Fallen sort of factions where there's ones who are like a middle ground where they're not pro-Imperial or pro-Chaos or something like that. So I'll have to see where they, what they um do with that. But as for current lore, that is mostly the sort of gist of how the fallen happened from you know caliban to its um its own like rebellion to the luther lies to the civil war to uh its sort of reunification and you know the, the repairing of that um broken legion essentially and luther is again luther's still out there as well we should mention well luther's still he they haven't touched his law yet but he's basically he's in the ether and he might do something kind of sus because you know big secrets and we'll never know the truth but that is mostly the fallen law does anyone have any tidbits or anything they want to add on towards that at the end there um i got some characters we could briefly touch on but other than that not no, much I'll, I'll go for it go for it uh so i have a few characters just to give you a, a, an idea of what they're about. Um, so we've already talked about some of the big ones like Cypher and Luther. Uh, I think it's worth pointing out that Luther, when he was imprisoned, was imprisoned for like millennia, but he was in a weird like stasis cell where he kept like being interrogated by the Supreme Grand Master of the Dark Angels, who's the only one who has knowledge that he's in the cells. So when you become the chapter master of the Dark Angels, kind of like the bottom of like your your agreement to sign like yes i will take care of the dark angels like the, like i will the very bottom of the agreement of the the contract is like by the way luther's locked up downstairs it's like what like yeah he's there make sure to feed um, the gimp we have in the basement yeah <laughs> feed luther every few hundred years but his cell is like he for him like a few hours will pass or it will be a few hundred years and then occasionally, he in his book, he keeps being like interviewed by, or interviewed, interrogated by guys who are like, "You're not the chapter master." Like, I am now. I've been the chapter master for a hundred years. Like, oh, okay. Um, but when he's released, he's freed from the rock. So, uh, we mentioned Marbas earlier. I was going to say Mar- with Luther, it's like having, as like for perspective, it's like finding Judas in someone's basement. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine so you're the weird. Pope. And then it's like, by the way, at the bottom of the Vatican, we have like Judas is locked up downstairs. What? Like, yeah, just and so he you speaks know. English as well. Just <laughs> enjoy being in charge of Rome. It's like, yeah, so weird. Um, but yeah, so like Marbas, we mentioned briefly, he's the only he's the only fallen angel to ascend to a demon prince. He's the only dark angel uh, fallen to become a demon host. So. During the 41st millennium, he invaded the rock and he he basically managed to do enough damage that he retreated back into the warp. He's still at large, but he freed Luther. And so Luther escaped after like 10 millennia of being locked up. But at least from his book, as far as I can tell, he was very regretful about how he betrayed the lion and such. And he's now seemingly free of the taint of chaos. So at the moment, at this moment in time, we don't really know what he's about. We don't know if he's going to form a coup against the lion. We don't know if he's going to join his forces and reconcile. He's kind of on the fence, but I, I, as far as I'm aware, the the consensus is he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a fawn in the lion's side, even if it's just out of resentment, his jealousy, whatever it is. He's he's. 
I'm not sure what they're going to do with Luther in terms of the law. Um, but that's that. It reminds uh, me of that Arcs of Omen thing. I don't even know where that's going. They got The, the yeah. dude's got the key. Yeah. And it's just not gone anywhere for like a whole year. So Yeah. Well, the CD, but Warhammer is a setting and lots of like changes very like the lion and Gilliman is like the biggest thing we will ever have. Yeah. Had, so, and that took um, ages. So we've already touched on Cypher, so I won't say much, but basically whatever he's up to, he's around a lot. He's he he sides with loyalist and traitor forces at a whim as long as he gets things done. He was instrumental on helping uh Rebute Gilliman escape from the Red Corsairs during their imprisonment on their way to Holy Terror to start the Indomitus, Indomitus Crusade. So, like, it's it's fair to say that Cypher seems to have his heart in the right place in terms of helping the Imperium. He just doesn't care how he gets it done. He'll he'll be in charge of Demon Hosts or Chaos Space Marines, but he'll also help Loyalists. And if it wasn't for the fact that they kept shooting him whenever he's involved in helping the Dark Angels, like, there's one story where I believe the, the current cha- chapter master of the era for the Dark Angels is killed. So Cypher drags his body away from, I think it's the orcs, so they don't take his armor, just so that the Dark Angels can reclaim it. And then he just disappears before he gets shot. It's like, ah, he's trying to do the right thing, but he doesn't care what the methods are. Um, Another interesting fallen is Atias the Untamed. He was an Astartes that grew up with Zahariel and some of the original Dark Angels who were from Caliban. He got massively wounded by Xenos during the Sarosh campaign. Ah, yes. And his, like, skull got split open. So they had to fit this, like... I know during the stream I've had a picture of him where he's, like, uh, got this big angel statue behind him. But he had this gigantic, like, helmet thing put over his head. And so he kind of became, like, a cyborg dark angel. But because of how he looked, everyone was unnerved by him. They're like, we like Atias, but... His story's really sad because he's... He's slightly younger than I think yeah. Zahariel and his cousin. They join the like the the quote unquote order at the age of like thirteen or fourteen. Or something. Yeah, and this guy's a little bit younger, and he's kind of like he's like the the little kid who they're all like, oh look out for him because he's he's so nice. He's really bubbly. And he's like yeah guys, let's go hunt some beasts. He's so he's so upbeat, and then yeah. He manages like to live throughout like some horrific beast encounters. Like oh my god, I can't believe we lived. And then his first battle is face gets blown off and then yeah. every time they're in like um, a thunderhawk with him he's just like staring in front he's like what do you say to me and like nothing it's like cool yeah that's what i thought <laughs> so he's <laughs> yeah his, his whole demeanor is ruined after that battle poor guy poor guy um, he also uh gets captured originally by the crimson slaughter warband then asmodai i can't remember which chapter he links up with but he links up with a chapter in one of the audiobooks and they go like he's like oh I I'm doing my own thing and they don't know he's looking after a, he's looking for a fallen, so they find Asmodai um, Atias and he's like, um, if you free me from the Crimson Slaughter I'll help you like escape. I don't have any ill blood but like I understand you're probably going to capture me. So they fight off the Crimson Slaughter and then Asmodai's like boff and then they interrogate him and we don't know if he's alive or dead. All we know that is the last thing that we know about in the books at least was he was captured by Asmodai and then he was like oh I used to be a proud dark angel and now I'm here life sucks um that's probably not gonna go well I think that pisses pants yeah. <laughs> I think um, I would Asmodai is for reference people Asmodai is a recent model that's just come out as a time book. recording and he is 
terrifying. Repent. Yes, this, this guy is the sk- probably the most intimidating chaplain. I mean, I'd be dying even over Black Templars. I'd say. Hmm. He loves interrogating people. Um, Maria Asalan, like I said, he was one of the chapter masters of the the Dark Angels Legion. So there were lots of chapter masters in charge of different like big com- compilations of the Legion. Uh, yeah, he was the guy who fired on the on the fleet when they arrived to Caliban. One of the original 136 sent to Caliban for uh, penitence. Um, he escaped the rock um, after being captured a few millennia into the, the 36th millennia, I believe, uh, or 30th millennium sometime after the scouring. He was captured. He was interrogated for a long time. Then he escaped. Um, he wanted to form a new legion with the Death Guard called the Death Angels, which were like hybrids where he used Gene Seed and Death Guard and Fallen Angels to like make a like a weird mishmash. That didn't go well. Awful. Yeah. He he worked with Typhus (laughs) and didn't go very well. Uh and to this day he's still being hunted by the Dark Angels as far as I'm aware. Um reckon it would have been like in Anchorman where the guy goes, it smells like the inside of a fake leg. Um, like a very specific like taint Ugh. yeah uh, we've already mentioned Zahariel maybe he's Cypher maybe he's not all we know is Zahariel dueled with Corswain who was like the Seneschal of the Dark Angels during the, the Horus Heresy like the best fighter they had and all we know is that one of them died one of them survived some people think Zahariel's Cypher some people think it's Corswain some people think it's Alpharius some people think it's anyone who knows I think in current law as well Ooh. actually they both stopped the duel because they wanted to fight off um typhus of the death mm. guard who's attacking the astronomicon so even now well, we still do- I, I have a theory like it, it might be both of them well there's, well, there's two the ciphers i was gonna say like the last character i know is Vasago, who's a librarian of the fallen so he was present during the siege of terror and the dark angels as a whole weren't involved but corswain and his fleet helped during the Siege of Terra because they assaulted the Hollow Mountains. And during this battle, Lufa sent Vasago and a bunch of Fallen Angel to be like, hey, we're kind of helping. Like, it's only a pittance of our forces, but just to, like, save face, if things go south and we have to side with the Imperium again, we can at least say, oh, we did send some guys. So so they helped Corswain's units. um, Vasago saved Corswain's life during the battle. But uh, he, the men under his command, like Vasago was a lieutenant of Zahariel. And at this point, Zahariel is kind of under the clutches of chaos a bit because he's kind of hearing the whispers in Caliban. He's being a bit shady. So during the, the battle, they save Corswain and his men. And then the rest of his like squad or his, uh, his battalion are like, hey, we should use the warp to like stop chaos. And Vasago's a librarian. He's like, nah, mate, that's stupid. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. If you if you use the warp, you're going to be like the guys we've just been fighting. And they go, nah, that's cringe. And so they just kill him. And it's like, oh, he was he was a fallen angel out of circumstance rather than choice. He was loyal to the Imperium, loyal to the Lion and humanity. But he got killed anyway, and he died as a renegade. Uh, those are the only ones I wanted to mention, but it's just like a little bit of extra spice at the end of the episode. I think the, the fallen part honestly makes the Dark Angels kind of like way more interesting than they ever like. It's just such a good element where like I think in particular the Ultramarines. Like I don't know if you agree, Colin, but it might be cool if there was like a kind of contingent or 
shameful part of the Ultramarine. Like, this is basically what's the version of Ultramarine's gone bad, and it's not just here on Blackheart. Uh, I mean, the closest I guess there is is that whole Imperium Secundus thing that Gilliman's done a pretty solid job of removing from history. A bit, a bit, well, a bit uh, embarrassing that part. Yeah. Could I? I have like I know like the meme about the the fallen angels is just like just tell the Imperium you'll be fine. But I have a bit of a hot take in that regard. I'll go for it. Go for it. So like if you think of the nine loyalist legion, uh, legions at the end of the Horus Heresy, I like to break them into three camps. You've got the broken legions. So you've got Salamanders, Raven Guard, Iron Hands. They are so destroyed by the end of the war. No matter what they're doing, it's kind of like oh, they, they can only do so much damage. Oh, you're still You've there. Got, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are you? Oh, Raven Guard. Oh, I forgot dead. you were here. Oh, that's fine. Uh, you've got you like the de- you've got the defenders. So, White Scars, Blood Angels, Imperial Fists. They were there during the Siege of Terror. They've always like even though the White Scars had a few traitors and the Blood Angels have some weird stuff going on with the the Red First and the Black Rage. They're like untouchable and like you were here. Jagatai, at least from Imperial Records at the time, died in the battle. Sanguinius died in the battle. Rogaldorn barely made it through, and he was the one in charge of the defense. You can't really have a go at those three. And then you have the three legions who weren't there. Dark Angels, Ultramarines, Space Wolves. Ultramarines are Ultramarines. They're the biggest remaining legion by far. They have their entire empire. Rebute Gilliman's installed as the Lord Commander at the end of the, the Horus Heresy and also in Imperium, uh, uh, in the era Indomitus, pretty much untouchable. Space Wolves, their whole gimmick is they're wild and uncontrollable, not like in a fun White Scars way. It's like, no, they just do what they want, but again, they're always there when shit hits the fan and they do a good job. Dark Angels... Sorry? They were also pretty badly cut down during the Heresy, so it's like arguably not even worth the effort if they really wanted them gone. And, and I mean, even even though these three legions are like the the largest by the end of the heresy, they've still like other than the ultramarines, everyone's taken a battering. And even though the ultramarines took a battering, they're still massive. They lost like a third of their force or something in Calf, but they still have like almost two hundred thousand studies. Like, yeah, we're fine. Um, but the Dark Angels are like one; they're the template for all the Astartes to follow. So if they had a hint of chaos corruption that puts the entirety of the Adeptus Astartes into question. Two, the line is, you know, according to the Imperium, at the end of the Battle of Caliban, he's he's dead by all, all accounts, and his home world is destroyed. They're in a really rough spot to then be like, hey, I know our Primarch's dead, and our planet's destroyed, and we weren't there during the Siege of Terror. Just letting you know, bit of chaos corruption. Don't worry about it. Like, nah, that would... <laughs> Dark Angels, get rid of... I, I, I know that the meme is like, oh, you could just say we had a little bit of corruption like the White Scars, but like the White Scars didn't have corruption. They just had renegadism. They were like, oh, we think the Warmaster is a good friend of ours. We should side of him. And then mm. Jagatai was like, no, bad White Scars. I Naughty. think you... No. The only way to sell with that is like one of those things you preempt it with even worse news, which is the entire Legion has fallen to chaos and rescinded our loyalty to the emperor like what no just kidding but a few of them have done that and it's so it's not as bad as you think (laughs) but i but i feel like the ultramarines would still be like hey we're gonna do a monarchia 2.0 let's just like get rid of the rest of them just in case (laughs) i think it was because the dark angels they just don't they essentially just kind of i guess it's during the era of the um the scouring 
essentially it's just a time period of vengeance so i'm maybe they just thought crap i mean they're just that you know the imperium's looking for targets so <laughs> it's just not yeah there's not i mean rogue you know Lowe's legions are basically like you know i'm pissed let's go crack some skulls and uh, yeah they do let's go, they, they... let's go get blown up at the iron cage yeah i wonder i do i do wonder how they're gonna announce the or like because the as we as of time recording the last siege of terror book has just dropped i still don't know anyone who's currently just read it yet but that'll be an interesting thing because that's like literally the end of the entire Horus Heresy. Much to yeah. probably Colin's delight, so that maybe the GW authors can start. We got more scouring books to come, so you're not out of the woods yet. <laughs> I think, know I'm not. God damn it! Do you know what'd be really cool though, which is if um, Aaron Dembski Bowden, who wrote the Night Lords trilogy, if he could, if he because it's been enough time, let him have the reins again because. And in the end of that, there's a massive setup of where see Craft World Orthway versus Night Lords. Let's see it. Let's have the battling out sort of thing. Mm. And I much know like we were like, where's Decimus? We like him. Come on. Yeah. Almost like, you know, with like, the Fallen as well. It'd be very cool if there are still elements of the Fallen who are, um, particularly on tabletop, still part of the Chaos line. So you can get Fallen who are, um, you can have in your Chaos Space Marines army, but then also Fallen, also Risen who are part of. I think you well, we're about to get risen who are part of the um inner circle or in the light in the dark engines release but it'd be very cool if there's like a chaos um i think cause you can still play even now the current old fallen models can't you the dark angels fallen models on tabletop i think if you know um colin right really quick it depends if it's still available in the gw store I, you know that's a good point <laughs> and i don't think i, I unfortunately don't play chaos uh, space marine but um, that'd be very cool if they had like those little elements, just because I think particularly with Chaos Space Marines, just having an element like the Fallen in their roster just makes it very interesting as well. Because again, it's, are... it's all Black Legion, really. And then if you can, you can, you can, get, you can get the Fallen on the web store. Yeah, I mean, so technically it's still viable. Like you can still play even as the Dark Angels release now, it's still viable to play Fallen as Chaos. I would also, they should uh, make them more chaosy. Uh, I would also like to point out that when you're going to type Fallen, the first autofill is a book about the end times. I'm not buying that Games Workshop. <laughs> Fuck off. Still, still Why are they still that? selling that crap? Do you remember the exact day you learned about the end times? It was actually before I even knew what really Warhammer was. Like you know that you know the classic four hour long wiki dive of names you don't understand. Oh yeah, mine was about that. the end times. So in my head, it was like, "Damn, this sounds cool as hell." And then I learned about it properly, and it was like, and then you got the context before that. You're like, I, "Oh yeah. no, they gave up. They should have keep. They could have kept going." Um, but to be fair, as we're talking as well, the old world has just re released, so we're gonna hopefully see how that is doing so if we might do i think if it's colin's uh turn to helm the podcast it might be another fantasy bit of love there for um old world, old world. a whole old world and old, old. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do your part buy the tomb kings minis slaughter bretonian players I think a DJ Beast put um, Voldemort started doing videos on the end times. I love his videos, but also dot 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 end times. That's valid. It's upsetting. It's kind of like the end times is the 
for us as a like, fan of Warhammer. Um, <laughs> and he's going to pop off for a second. Um, the End Times is basically the episode... It's the sequel trilogy for us in terms of Warhammer fandom. Like, it's... it's even in style, like, it's like we have to basically deal with it and there's no avoiding end times things. And I hope there's nothing like that in 40k in terms of like, we've just got to shut down this this shiz. And uh, that could be very, very upsetting. And for those who are listening who have not read Warhammer Fantasy End Times, you're not missing much. It's basically, they assassinate everyone's favourite characters and it basically ends. The end of the setting. It's the end of the setting, which luckily in Warhammer... Um, will not happen because the money's only going to be going up for certain the, the fallen will never blow up the setting because if they blow up the space marine setting they blow up games workshop so take True. that to heart the fallen will always be here there's also a slightly cool part which is that the fallen's like armor as you were saying at the right beginning like their armor and their look goes hard it's because it's all very much still under the influence of like the Calibanite culture there, so it's like they have a heavy warrior monk. Like the Dark oh, Angels yeah. now, like a, like a copy of a copy of a copy. Whereas the Fallen, who are still around, they're like the OGs. Like their equipment is still Calibanite forged when Caliban was at its height and things like that, mm-hmm. and it's formed from like over to the forest. There's a there's a cool part in one of the Lions books where it talks about how some of like the librarians of the chapter they hold pieces of like bark or moss or bits like leaves that are like from caliban as a sort of thing in their rooms to sort of keep them tied to their sense of self and yeah. their identity obviously because warpy what warp stuff is happening um kind of like the uh i don't know that kind of reminds me of how they've got like bits of like sanguinius and the blood angels fortress monastery well, i mean they got his corpse it doesn't one of them has his feather in their armor, right? Is that Dante? Dante did have Sanguinius's feather. Uh, he gave it to Gabriel Seth for a bit, and then Gabriel yeah. Seth gave it back. During the, uh, the Devastation of Baal, it was like, oh, have this. And they found with the flesh terrors, in the presence of the, fer- the feather, they didn't fall to the red first or the black rage because the purity of it just like made them chill out. They were like, wow, this is amazing. And originally Dante was like, you can keep this. And then Gabriel was like, no, I kind of forgive you guys. This is yours to keep. I know our chapter master, the first one, Messia Amit, made like the housing for it. But like, this is a Blood Angels relic. As cool as it is, you deserve to keep it. And, like, and we wouldn't take care Seth of it did a growth. Well. He did an arc. That's nice. Good for him. It was, they had, they actually had character development, so it was very nice. Um I think that with that being said, though, I think unless anyone has anything else they want to add or something like that, I think uh, again, like next week will be um, another tier list one. I don't think we've decided quite yet. Um, before anyone jumps in, it's probably not epic rap battles of history. We'll probably say that for something <laughs> very important for a game. May May I offer an idea? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> we need to do something Dark Souls related, surely, like boss fights or yes, summons or characters. Like we could do like one about like favorite NPCs and be like, oh, I'm the crestfallen knight. You can't be going around all these undead. <laughs> we can just I be would, like, yeah, these guys are cool. These guys suck. Crestfallen knight. Big I would ups. gladly do, as, as someone who's unfortunately, maybe Dark Souls 1 is the one I played through the most, which is kind of sad because mm. the boss battles are better in uh, Bloodborne. 
is a true answer. Um, but <laughs> uh, we should we could definitely do that in. Um, I, I probably also want to do just just straight up. We should just do one where it's like every single god in the setting, in like AO, like even fantasy and forty um, uh, k. forty k. Every god ranked, and then also all the horrors heresy books ranked. Me and uh, me and you, Andy will. <laughs> they'll have I to will sure be present. Deal with it. He'll be like, I'm just here. I I <laughs> will I will manage the chat. <laughs> It will you're, be, you're be very useful because you'll know which ones not to read. Because there, there are some I'm sure you're recovering from last week's successor chapter I, one, aren't you, Colin? <laughs> uh, recovering is a strong word. I'm, I'm, do, <laughs> I'm enduring. For people who haven't seen it, check out the uh, successors. <laughs> oh, that was a pain. Where we went through like over 200. Someone said feet tier list when and squig Ugh. tier list when is not happening. We're not rating squigs because all um, three of them are the exact same. Tom Warren, hey, want this bit of our dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't Imperial Fizz. We're not putting his hand in a cask. It's still uh, his feather. It's a part of him. That's like a hair follicle, though. That's like, oh. That's still weird. But... Yeah, but like an actual like skeletal hand is weirder. There's yeah. another relic where, I mean, to be fair, the the Iron Hands have Ferris Manus's head or his skull. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also weird. And also, the Iron Hands made like a weird a flesh like, golem thing. Flesh golem with a bit of his hands. Like, yeah, don't trust them with any of it. One of his, his arms. That was Heaven forfend. Uh, also, one another one from Anthony. Um, thank you so much, Anthony. He says, please give the Lamenters the feather. We need it the most. Best Blood Angel successor. Honestly, <laughs> you guys can't be trusted with it. <laughs> it'll get lost maybe it'll just like be like a give them the break and it just if they hold it near them they don't have bad luck but they have to be it's like a really like small proximity yeah this is this is the people who like they say they get locked out their car <laughs> like <laughs> sorry the chance that they get locked out Dude, their I, car. I did the opposite of that once you're locked in your car <laughs> no i left i left my key in the ignition and just went in a store for like half an hour oh damn I'm, I'm surprised I had a car after the fact. Someone didn't just going, get wow. in and leave. Wow! I just saw a comment from Contact Kinetic just saying, "Use the feather to tickle Dante's nose." Okay, <laughs> just made me smile for some reason. <laughs> so Rares Pepe says, "Go full Egyptian, make a relic out of Fulgrim's dong." Yeah, we don't have it's the capacity for that story. Scaly dong, the Russian queen. Mm. Scaly dong. That's a hell of a yeah. thing. Um, a band name. Yeah, I think uh, obviously Eli will be with us next time, so uh, that'll be for tier lists. I think we're hoping to have. Uh, might not be very soon, but we're planning to have another guest. I think possibly next month if we can uh, manage to arrange it. Obviously, we can't say who yet. And um, your mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of your moms. All of your the mom. Amber Queen. Oh, and, <laughs> ah, she doesn't want to be on. <laughs> Oh man! Um, uh, one. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, May I get one final word? In? Yes. Uh, if you are going to purchase anything Space Marine, make it the Dark Angels Veteran Company Veteran Kit, because there are very few of that old style. Like I like I like I'm I'm not Eli. I like the Prime Ars Marines, but the you can see like the with the old ones versus all the new Prime Ars stuff coming out. There's a certain charm I feel they lack. Those company veterans. It's it's the helmet, but it's also like just like the posing and everything. Like it's less elegant and refined, but it's got a charm because of that. 
And I guarantee those are going to get primarified sooner or later. So if you want some vintage stuff, go get yourself those company veterans. I, Eli, I must say you for saying you that, like new, that new that new batch of Dark Angels are they called companions or something like those ones? Are, are oh yeah. Like, oh, they oh, look. They, so look they look cool as hell. I'm just thinking like, hey, just fellas, the older models, they're yeah. on their way out. Give if you couldn't respect. tell from the fact that the entire firstborn range pretty much got obliterated. Yeah. I'm of the opinion that the the firstborn helmet is a much more satisfying design than the oh, pri- yeah. the Primaris helmet does look a little bit too new age. Although to be fair, it is like a modern is a more updated rendition of a Horus Heresy era helmet. But although I will variety would be nice. The, the best model I've seen ever is like late last year. There was that White Scars Horus Heresy model that was like oh that looks good oh is that the it's not the cataphracty one i think i I think i know which one you're talking about too fair it's one like the normal marines or something like that isn't it but um i think though with that it was like a storm seer looked really oh i yeah i do know what you're talking about now the white scars do need uh they, they need some love iron hand salamanders they all need love to be fair though with salamanders you can get bits pretty easily from places um but we're not sponsored so we're not gonna say anything you just get <laughs> stuff and just stick that one's like that looks close enough uh that being salamanders bits and paint them as any other chapter mm. i mean t- i've got um i have a i'm trying to make a 2000 point list of salamanders because flames go burr you know burr um but that's pretty cool and i'm gonna have some of their successors in there which would be very fun because it's nice not having to paint green <laughs> every time <laughs> um that's fun but uh, I think that with that being said, though, I think that is The Fallen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I don't think we have decided quite... Oh, I mean, it's our, it's our epic rap battles. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, it, it, it keeps getting pushed back. We're trying to talk about Necron Lords or, you know, some yeah. some ones that have been we've, spicy removed from... We've uh, got a lot places. of stuff on the bench. We've got Necron Lords. We've got to get back to the Great Crusades. We've got to be doing verses again. We've got to do pub quiz. Like, we'll figure it out. Just It's a new year. Give us a minute to figure out our schedule. We're, we're trying we'll to get, get some to uh, guests on again. Maybe some yep. uh, returning ones as well. And I think with that being said, though, that was the, uh, the, fallen, the fallen, the kind of... The ones the lion was a bit embarrassed about initially, <laughs> and the doggings were embarrassed about. But now it's not so embarrassing because you know he's embraced it. It's you know fallen into his, is his pronoun, and he's he's slaying queen. Uh, I don't mm. even know what that, any of that means. They've they've um, gone from I've fallen and I can't get up to the riz. And I good. told you we needed more glitter. Is <laughs> 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 that one? Um, thank you guys so much for listening and watching though uh, that's been Law Crimes um, oh we should I think mention, we, are, we are on Spotify as well I should mention that mm. we should mention We're that on a few at times. the beginning we are on Spotify so if you are like listening to us like offline um, we've got some of our audio things in there and then it's just us rambling like this stuff and obviously yeah, we, we should be on we're on YouTube Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Amazon Music. We're, we're on a bunch of platforms. And if you're uh, falling asleep to this currently, though, you know, sweet dreams, princes and princesses. Just remember, sweet dreams are made of you. Yes. Who am I to disagree? We, we'll get copyright. We can't do that. <laughs> Too much. Go watch right. the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. See you later, guys. Thank you. Take care, for everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye. Eli's not here, so I'll say it. I love you all. 
Primaris is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 